All right, I'm Gabrielle Carteris. I'm president of SAG-AFTRA, and I'm on the Below the Belt show. And 90210? 90210. <laughs> there you go. Andrea Zuckerman. The Below the Belt show is closed caption for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. Right, guys, it's time for another episode of BTB Below the Belt in the Mother Effing House. I'm your host, Al Soto, aka Celebrity Soto, your host with the most. We are still at it again. BTB, the quarantine edition at home. Let's go ahead and introduce the virtual room. Starting with, that's right, he is the king of the 80s, the demotivational speaker, the one and only Chachi McFly. Come on, it's been like four months now. It's, it's not like a special episode. This it's is what we not, are now. It's not. It's what we are. It's what we are. What we're going to be for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I doubt we're going to be in so. studio this year. I. It's not looking that way. It's no. not looking that way. So. Uh, good thing I is, set up this whole like format for us to keep going. I was going to thank you, but you already pat yourself on the back. <laughs> I <think> myself. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Uh, Chachi, good to have I'll you back. Um, I know that you I'm went to, to um, South Carolina last week. I hope you enjoyed your time. Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Nice. It was still kind of, it was still a lot of social distancing, like masks, that kind of stuff. Huh? But I still was able to get away. I don't know if you see like a little like a little mask can on my face, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I'm wearing the beach. No, I ain't seen it. Well, I think it, it covers most of your beard, so you yeah, can't really yeah. tell the difference. You I think know. that's why. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, awesome. A good time. It was um, wasn't it wasn't too too crowded, but it was a nice crowd. Um, and one funny story is like they actually the buffets down there are open, which they aren't really. Prepared. Yes, they make you um, mm. you have to like um, go to a person in front of the buffet who's um situated there, and they'll give you like um plastic gloves to wear you have to wear your mask up to the buffet so you get to always like put on new gloves when you go up to the buffet to get your food but you know once we walked in it was like a family vacation so i went there and my parents were there and um as soon as we walk in i guess my mom like like swallowed wrong so we were waiting for the hostess and she started like oh you know, coughing because it went down oh, the wrong no. pipe and we walk oh, in no. and they had a family in front of us at the hostess stand and like the one guy turned around and just gave my mom like a dirty look and i'm like Shh. I'm trying to tell my mom to like keep it down because as far as they know she's <laughs> She was coughing before she came in, you know. So right, I, right. She walked out of out of the restaurant and like, you know, I get, went to the car to get like a bottle of water for a drink, and came back in. But then the family in front of us sat down at a table, 
and then we went up, and and then the hostess sat us at a table that was um, near that family. So oh, I swear, great. a minute later, the family got up and left the restaurant. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Mom had the COVID. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. You that's know, thing, I've man. had, that's happened to me a few times, like, as this stuff was starting, and I think once since quarantine, where I've just had a tickle, and it's like, don't cough, don't cough, don't cough, don't cough, <laughs> and the more you don't want to cough, the more you more need you to cough. To. Yes. yes, it's horrible. <laughs> I feel so bad for your mother, oh my god. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was embarrassing for her, but it was funny oh. as hell. Before we continue, I'd love to introduce the rest of the virtual room. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> let's start with the voice who already spoke. She is the lovely the talented. She's a singer. She's a performer. She's a YouTube sensation. And she's an actress. The one and the only, and let me also add birthday girl, <laughs> Vanessa Meadows, <laughs> a.k.a. Miss Snortles, a.k.a. Miss Triple Dubs. Thank you. Triple Dubs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so happy to be here, you guys. Thank you. It's always Aww, fun. Well, you know, it's your birthday week, so can we do a... We have to do a birthday-ish type of show, you know. With, yeah, celebrate yeah. your birthday with us. I feel sorry for you. Well, yeah. <laughs> she celebrated last week, and then she's yeah. now yeah. extending the birthday. For it wasn't for the quarantine. Right? She'd be out doing something really fun, but, you know, it's pretty much in lockdown, so she's with us. Yeah, <laughs> I had to. Yeah. We'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and uh, introduce, last but certainly not least... He is a former member of the United States Marine Corps. He is the Captain Big Nick. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Thank you for flying Air BTB. Please stay in your seats with your seatbelt fastened and your seatbelts fastened and your seatbacks in their upright position while we take off on this very turbulent flight that I'm probably going to do. Yeah, we you know what that, uh, along with this announcement. Hello, oh, everybody. It's good to see you again. Happy birthday, Vanessa. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know what the headset, Nick? You actually look like an actual proper captain. He does. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I just All need right. the shirt with the things on the shoulders. Yes. The captain yes. stripes. I'll, well, you I'll got, see if yeah, I can read. <laughs> awesome well yes like you I said it's gonna... <laughs> maybe maybe you could get the do the, the whole, whole costume the, the whole, whole literally the captain maybe for halloween our halloween episodes we're probably be doing vir virtual halloween yeah. everybody what, whenever we designate a halloween show we'd like everybody to wear a costume that sounds like that a would plan. be amazing be yeah. a, 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 a sex captain yeah. You're the sex <laughs> captain? I'm the sex <laughs> captain. I am the sex captain. <laughs> I accept that. <laughs> Guys, we have a tremendous show from top to bottom. Um, gosh. Um, I, I, first of all, uh, we have, we're have doing something a little bit different on Below the Belt show. Instead of your um, uh, famous stars from television and stage and 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 um, your favorite recording artist from the top 100 Billboard hits or whatever. We're not, we're we're um, focusing on emerging artists. Um, maybe um, actors you haven't heard of before, but one in particular that's made such an impact virally on the internet. Um, her name is I love saying her last name Amy Lejoie. <laughs> it's obviously French, I think. Um, awesome. And uh, I was a big fan of her viral videos, which is 
the shit background says, because a lot of us have done background work. Uh, Chachana, you've done background work. And uh, it's a very funny video of some of the personalities you could meet. Uh, she's also done another uh, great viral video called The Film Crew. And she played the same character. Oh, sorry. She played different characters. Uh, basically, every film crew member that you would see on a set from like an AD to a grip to like a child actor, to the stage mom, to everyone you could think of in just a really funny and clever way. It was a brilliant video. Yeah. I was a big fan of her work. And then I watched her Bumble Bums web series where uh, she just uh, gets inspiration from actual dates, I guess, where her and maybe her friends or her cast and crew have encountered and they um, perform it um, in a uh, very entertaining, very funny web series. So uh, Amy LaJoie on Below the Belt show um, a little bit later in the program. So I'm excited to have her on. Um, but uh, I guess um, we're going to get into everything Hollywood. Um, but before we, uh, I think we took a detour on the South Carolina stuff. I, I don't know if there's anything you want to add, Tachi, on, on, uh, on Myrtle Beach. No, it's pretty good. It's like some great um, Southern yeah. um, food. Like mm. down there, like if you order like tea, you're definitely getting sweet tea. Like up here, like in Maryland, like you get to specify. And sometimes they're like sweetened or unsweetened. We only have unsweetened or whatever. But down yeah. there, like it'll, it'll give you diabetes. Their sweet tea, like just yeah. rot right through your teeth. But it, it's <laughs> definitely good. Oh, right, very good. And then um, fried green tomatoes, some um, like southern. Oh, stuff. I love that. Oh, oh, yeah. oh there you go. They're so good. Good went, stuff, man. Went to a plantation that was used in the uh, movie The Notebook, which I'd never seen, but oh, I'm sure it's nice. oh. like it. That's nice. Cool. Did you did you take your um your photo on 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 said? Uh... I did. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, and then, you. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, looking forward to the uh, the Instagram post for that um when that comes out. Um, but uh, nonetheless, guys, man, uh, let's just get right into it, man. Lots of stuff going on in the world. Oh, look at the kitty cat. Yeah, oh, it's Sprinkles. Kitty Sprinkles is in the house Aww. as well. Sprinkles is yeah. co-hosting with us too. All right. Awesome. <laughs> he likes the attention. <laughs> All right, guys. So, uh, man, um, first of all, I mean, um, I, you mentioned South Carolina, similar to here in Maryland, but uh, looks like Maryland's stepping back a little bit. Like uh, now they're saying this Friday that indoor dining is not allowed and and or baltimore city yeah yeah and then yeah. also in the bars as well is it specifically baltimore city or is it yeah. it's statewide okay baltimore city. um so that's you know that's that's certainly not the direction that we want to be going i, I thought we were uh we we're on you know the the better Good side path. of things Good path, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, i guess that's certainly not the case um we don't want to go in that direction um but um 3.9 million cases now um, around the country. It's almost at 4 million guys and over 142,000 um, people have sadly passed away due to this pandemic. But um, but nonetheless, um, which I'm finding really surprising, um, New York has already um, um, allowed um, film crews to start production in the city. Now, New York, which is once the center of the epidemic, is now... Um, a state that has very few new cases. Um, so I, it looks like the worst was, you know, was prior. Um, and uh, they're certainly mm -hmm. now at their best stage right now. So in fact, if any of us want to visit New York city, we actually have to quarantine 
for two, two weeks. weeks. Isn't that crazy? Um, so, which kind of sucks because I know Vanessa, if you and I get that call to be on set in New York, we might yeah. we might have to be in a hotel for two weeks <laughs> before we actually have to work, and that that's I gonna know. suck. But yeah. um, like like they ever giving you a tweak notice for any kind of call? It's always like the night before, like, hey, can you guys come at um, 6 a.m. tomorrow morning? Yep. That's what I always yeah. hated yes. about that's, that's doing background work. That's typically for background, but for yeah. principal work. Some, luckily, yeah. we get a little bit more of a heads up for principal work, but still not, not that much notice. <laughs> still. The only yeah. reason I would go to New York, I don't do background anymore. <laughs> but, yeah. but what really sucks is my mother is in New York, and she was supposed to yeah. come down and visit. And if she visits, she'll have to do a, a two-week quarantine. To go back so, to New York. Wow. Yeah, according to her and I guess what Cuomo said, yeah. but I guess every Tuesday it's updated, so it, it could change, but I haven't seen her in forever. Oh, so sucks. how are they monitoring people coming in and out of the state? I think it's just honor system. You know, if you get yeah. somebody sick and you were out of state, you're just an asshole and everyone knows it. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there's, uh, there's emphasis on you know doing the self-quarantine if if nothing then to just save face yeah well them like blocking the um lincoln tunnel and having checking your id to see where you're from and like that <laughs> yeah yeah that's very that's very true um but you know there's there's certain rules and guidelines for for shooting in new york um not allowed to block streets uh cannot um film within 21 feet of restaurants um oh that's interesting that's a very random number 21 feet um yeah. <laughs> no more than 50 cast and crew allowed uh for wow. food, uh, for shoots so so we're talking very very uh small crews uh including the cast um so even though yes um production's allowed in new york a lot of rules are still in effect um so yeah i mean it, it's still promising because here in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, um, there's not too many shoots that have, have been happening. I know, uh, Vanessa, uh, you, you've done a shoot recently. Um, so there's yeah. you know, a sprinkle of shoots here and there. Mm -hmm. Obviously, precautions have to be in place uh, for mm -hmm. these shoots to take place. So, um, right. And, of course, uh, wow, just with, with the pandem pandemic going on, there's been a lot of like Comic-Cons and major events getting canceled. Um, first of all, we just found out one of our favorite um, cons um, that travels to Hunt Valley, Maryland, and also has shows in New Jersey, Monster Mania, which we featured many of oh guests God, yeah. uh, from Monster Mania over the years, both in person and um, phoning in uh, to promote Monster Mania. They will no longer have their Hunt Valley show. That means they have had no shows in 2020. They said like, um, it's yeah. the first time, like in 17 years, I think they didn't have a show in a year, mm -hmm. which is yep. crazy. Well, it sucks. Yeah, and for um, us, I mean, that's where we get a majority of our like um, big interviews was from on location that we would do. Yeah. And we had so many interviews that we went the whole summer. Um, was it last year without you know having to do any um, calling guests? Yeah, we thought that the the amount of like on location interviews was was great, and yeah, um, reserve. now we have none. <laughs> yeah, now we have none <laughs> because we haven't been going to comic cons. Um, another Never one I'm, another one up here in the DMV that I'm really bummed about is the Maryland Renaissance Festival. Yes, that yeah, has been canceled. That bummed me out. 
Oh, it's such a, it's such a, it's such a bum. I've, I've gone to that show or I've gone to the Ren Fair every year since I've moved here, like 13 years ago. Wow. I've gone every single year. Every so time. This, this is the first year since I've lived here that I'm not going, which sucks. Uh, yeah, and nobody will be going, sadly, um, because yeah. Yeah, the last weekend stuff. was going to be the um, Artscape in Baltimore. Yes. Which we always Artscape. joke about being like the hottest weekend of the year, and it was already last weekend. It was it that was the hottest. Yeah, weekend. Okay. yeah, it's always the hottest weekend. My God. Yeah. Oh. No thanks. No thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I've been indoors with the sitting next to the air conditioner for like the past eight days. I didn't know <laughs> outside. So, so the, in other <laughs> words, it's probably good days. that Artscape did not take place because of the heat. Um, this heat wave is insane. It's, and of it's, course, it's, it's a shame because everything that we enjoy is is canceled this year. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. It's uh, yeah. It's, it's really shocking, I think, how deep to the core it actually emotionally feels. Oh yeah. Like yeah. you know, if it sucks to miss it, but if you can't go and it's like a bunch of stuff that you can't do that you almost rely on without thinking about it every year, yeah. it it's mm-hmm. it's devastating. Not in like it a life changing way, obviously, but on a level, it's extremely devastating. And then it happens again and then it happens again. And that's actually been the hardest part for me during all of this is, um, you know, having things that I looked forward to doing not happening. I can handle being home and stuff, but you know, the stuff that you really look forward to, that's sort of a part of the fabric of your life and it not happening. That's been really hard for me, but I understand it. You know, it's even like going out, out to like a um, grocery store and having to wear a mask the whole time, you know, which, you know, definitely stay safe, but it was still a pain in the ass trying to breathe out of a mask. You know, <laughs> yeah. It, it's not as enjoyable going to a, a grocery store as it used to be. Yeah. You know, no. Or even I, like a restaurant. Yeah. Now you, you all have beards though. Like, do you find that it's worse because you have a beard or easier? Well, uh, well I'll tell you this. You remember how big my beard used to be? Yeah. So the first time I had to go to the grocery store with the beard, I hated it so much, I shaved off the beard. First (laughs) time in 10 years I shaved my beard off. And this is since growing it back. And I'm keeping it short because of the masks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, For for the first time um, recently, and I had to shave it down because, like, it would rub against the mask and it was just horrible. Yeah, I think keeping it at a moderate length is probably best. But one thing they they say about hair in general, um, that it um, filters um, impurities. Um, That's why we have nose hairs. That's why men have armpit hairs. You know, um, just uh, yeah, those bad Mm -hmm. bacteria and stuff like that. Um, So that I don't know, maybe there's some kind (laughs) of scientific connection to having a beard and being safe. But uh, let's just let's just pretend that's the case. I don't know. (laughs) It's kind of bad to have all the COVID in your beard just sitting there in your face. Yeah. (laughs) That that would be be really bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Reverse of that. Um, well, one big thing that is happening, guys, uh, the San Diego Comic-Con is doing Comic-Con at home. Mm-hmm. So instead of canceling, they decided to do all panels online with your favorite cast uh, from your favorite shows. Um, just some of the panels that you're going to see. Now, this is going to be available on the YouTube page of Comic-Con, of the San Diego Comic-Con. House is going to be free for everybody. 
As, uh, as far as I know, it is free. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Wow. So, wow. So that will make this officially the first time I'll ever get to see San Diego Comic Con because Same here. I've never yeah. been there. I've <laughs> never been yeah. there. Too damn expensive. So, <laughs> do you want to know some of the panels that you'll be able to see? I if do. You know. know. All right. All right. So um, HBO has presentations for his dark materials, Lovecraft Country. Um, Amazon Prime has The Boys. Um, yes, upload. The Boys. True Seekers and Utopia, um, AMC. I'm really excited. The Walking Dead uh, and Nosferatu. Um, but m- more importantly, Walking Dead will be announcing on their panel when to expect the season ten finale. As you know, yes, that did not air due to the pandemic. They couldn't do post production, so um, we will be finding out when we can finally see that. And on a side note, of Walking Dead, um, if you're a fan of the comic book. Uh, they will be re-releasing all 193 issues of the comic book in full color. As you know, it was a very groundbreaking comic book, which was released initially black and white. Um, And um, yeah, it's going to get the full color treatment. I think it's marketing ploy personally, but (laughs) uh, but, uh, because it's the same story you read before, just in color. It's got to be a lot of work, though, to go through. They got to milk that that cash cow, man. You got to milk that cash cow. (laughs) <laughs> so we'll be finding that out then um hulu's panels include um marvel's hellstrom as well as solar opposites and crossing swords um that's something koki does in his bedroom right crosses swords i believe so crosses yeah. swords yeah <laughs> i wouldn't uh, know <laughs> <laughs> cbs all access is going to have a star trek universe panel uh, with Picard, Discovery, and Lower Decks, the new animated Star Trek series. If you're still I saw a trailer for that. It looks freaking It looks terrible. funny, doesn't it? I yeah, think it, it really funny. does. Sci-fi. I might, one be, I, I might hit that one on like a personal level because the yeah. military, most people are Lower Deck. So you get yeah. to see all the cool guys doing their cool shit. It'd be interesting to see it from that perspective. I'm curious yeah, about that. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's got some... I mean, the trailer was hysterical. And uh, um, Let's see. Also, um, Sci-Fi has Winona Earp. Um, FX has Archer and What We Do in the Shadows. And oh, movies. You want to know the big movie panels? Well, we got Bill and, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Oh, awesome. Which I will oh, announce awesome. here on Below the Belt Show, we have the actress that plays uh, Bill's stepmother on Below the Belt Show on August 5th. So Missy. Awesome. That's you right, got Missy. Missy, I mean mom. Ma- oh, Missy, okay. I mean mom. We'll be on <laughs> Below the Belt Show on August, Wednesday, August 5th. So, Chacha, awesome. I'm sure uh, you'll want to be back for that one. Um. Also, other movies include Deep Blue Sea 3, uh, Antlers, G-Lock, um, and last but not least, New Mutants. Woo! Uh, the final Marvel Fox film, as you know, Marvel Studios MCU now owns everything X-Men and Mutants. So this is the last hurrah, which if it is a big hit, and you know I love things that tie in, I really hope they keep this cast and bring them into the MCU because all these different universes gets really confusing. So let's just, <laughs> yes. let's, let's just try to keep everything simple yeah. for, you know, right. <laughs> but new mutants, the trailer is dope. I don't know if you've seen it. There's, they just dropped a new trailer 
for New Mutants, um, I mean, if you love Game of Thrones, Arya Stark is in it. If you love Split and and Glass, then um, Anya Taylor-Joy is in it. If you love Stranger Things, Charlie Heaton's in it. Um, so, I mean, if, if those are your favorite genres, and that's really smart casting. You get the star of Stranger Things, the star of um, M. Night Shyamalan's uh, you know, trilogy of films, and the star of um, Stranger Things in a film together. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're going to get yeah. people to tune in, you know? Yeah. This was, this was um, completed years ago, right? It was completed over two years. It was, uh, yeah, I think it was shot over two years ago. Even longer than Wonder Woman, we've been waiting for this damn uh, New Mutants movie. Ah, man. So with scheduling woes, the pandemic, and everything, it's just, geez, delaying that film over and over again. And, of course, that's not the only film, as you know, that's been delayed. Tenet! Uh, my gosh, they decided to. They keep pushing this poor film. Oh God, Christopher, Warren, Christopher film Nolan again. really wants that movie played in the movie theater. He does <laughs> yeah, not want like... that to go directed on demand. <laughs> so he, they decided now to remove Tenet from the release calendar entirely, uh, because they just don't know what the fuck is going on in this pandemic and when theaters mm-hmm. can open so we can watch this big blockbuster film. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad for Christopher Nolan. He must be like just. Pissed. He's got to be but, but at the same time, he could be even more pissed if it doesn't come out in theaters. Exactly, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I kind of think I would be. Yeah, you know? and a lot of people are asking, why not on demand? Why not on demand for this film? I think the very, very, very expensive films are not gonna. They would rather push off. The yes, I mean that. Your return on investment, of course. That and Christopher Nolan movies you have to see in theater. I mean, name a Christopher yeah. Nolan movie you yes. should not see in theater. Yes, yeah. a very good them. point. All of them need to be in theater. Yeah. Yep, yep. The Broken Hearts Gallery, another film initially set to open um, this month, has now been uh, moved um, <sighs> as well. Actually, it was supposed to be released in August. So um, they already pushed yeah, that from July. I'm... So are all there right. any movies coming out in August at all? Um, uh, yeah, because of that, um, uh, well, Milan still tentatively has their August date. They haven't made an official announcement yet. They should just so, put it on Amazon or Amazon, uh, Disney Plus and be done with it. No, they that, wouldn't make that money off of that. They want to make their money back. Because it would end up on Disney Plus anyways, after the fact. Yeah. So it's not going to make any additional money. But do they need additional money? It's Disney. They're trillionaires. Yeah. They don't need it. Hey, yeah, they <laughs> entertain me. My entertainment is more important than their money. <laughs> you know what's made it lost with these um, parks being closed? Shoo. Dude, there's parks open now, man. Did you know Hershey Park is open? No. The Cal Drogo, the DMV, Lion, was just there with his son. Huh. I had no idea they were open. But yeah. do you need to wear your mask the whole time you're there? I think you have to wear your mask if you're not... Um, if you're walking around, and I think on the roller coaster, I didn't see masks. I think in just... Universal Studios, you have to wear your mask oh. the whole time on the rides, okay. on everything. That yeah. just sounds like miserable to me, especially down in Florida, how hot it is down there. Well, yeah, so this, yeah, Disney World, uh, yeah, Disney World is open um, at uh, you know, decreased capacity. Um, but let's talk about our favorite fandom, Star Wars, guys. Chach, you send me this link. Um, yeah, buddy. I don't know about this news source, but we'll talk about it anyway. Yeah. So it's claimed that George Lucas uh, could be back at Star Wars um, with Kathleen Kennedy leaving Lucasfilm mm-hmm. uh, and J.J. Abrams um, 
will be coming aboard. Is this, am I reading that correctly? Yeah. Um, so JJ no, no, Abrams, she's going to go to his company. We're talking about. Oh, so, so uh, Kathleen Kennedy will be leaving Lucasfilm for JJ Abrams and his yeah, bad, bad robot. robot. Yeah, Brad, Bad Robot Production Company. And, which, said, and it's saying the um, rumor is that she's going to start some kind of female company with him or something. I don't know. More power to him. Well, we Man. know that the, the JJ is going to be tackling some of the Warner Brothers properties, like DC. Mm-hmm. Um, that's And I don't think he's, he's going to be involved in any Star Wars projects in the near future. But um, Yeah, he had all, his run. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like JJ, and I think he did a good job with Force Awakens. But we, me too. We, I think we all felt that Kathleen Kennedy, her, some of her decisions were were not ultimately some of the best decisions uh, when it comes to fan servicing and and um, you know treating the property with with what a lot of the fans expected. So um, it seems like she's always she was trying to insert some kind of agenda in her movies where they didn't need to be any. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you know, I was walking like, around with like, you know, the forces female shirts and stuff, and she wanted to do like a female um, centric series. To, yeah, female centric. Which, which I, don't, I, don't, like, I don't even mind. Like, I love seeing females in movies, but right. like, don't don't have that be a goal of your. You don't want that to be series. Yeah. I mean, have an idea. Have a great idea for a Star Wars series. Don't be like, I'm gonna make a female series. You know, be like, I want to make this awesome series with this idea, and it was gonna happen to be female in it. But you know, if no, you. I agree. It's sci-fi, it's fantasy, like, I don't even, first of all, Game of Thrones, I don't think there was any, in, in seven seasons of Game of Thrones, eight seasons of Game of Thrones, I don't think there was any political agenda in any of their um, episodes, no, no, and, and I'm, I'm so I mean, that happy. Was like, you know, a ton of strong females in that show, and, and right. nobody, I never heard anybody complain about it. Right, right, so, you know, Star Wars, I think they should follow suit, um, but I do have news that John Boyega recently said that he's moved on from Star Wars. So a fan asked, Force fit in action with green lightsaber dress in black is all I want for the next Star Wars film. What did he say? Boyega, Boyega replied, LOL, no thank you. I've moved on, heart emoji. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame them on what they did with him with this trilogy. I mean, they totally yeah. threw, they threw away his character. I wouldn't want to go back after an experience like that. No. Another fan <laughs> chimed in. You know they're bad movies when you don't even want to go back to them. Excited yeah. to see you in future projects, though. Uh, though, And Boyega did not respond to that fan. <laughs> uh, I wonder why. No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, but, but then he also said, um, he responded to one fan that said, Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker as embarrassing. He responded, embarrassing, LOL, you wish. Okay, so he's defending Rise of Skywalker. He said, very fulfilling. But he did say, some disappointments, but not, but yet not that big a deal. Everyone has moved on. Yeah, his character was a waste. Um, I think um, Poe's character was a waste. Like, it, mm-hmm. they did nothing. And think mm-hmm. about all the um, quotes, all the lines you can quote from the original tr- trilogy for all the characters, for Lando, for Han Solo, for Luke Skywalker, and how many can you quote for this new trilogy? I, d- I doubt it's very much at all. It's just nothing really memorable about it compared to the original trilogy. And, and there's a lot of aspects about it I liked, but I thought his character was thrown away. I thought Poe's, um, mm-hmm. um, you know. Ray, Ray was well-developed. Yeah, Ray, Ray yeah. and... Um, she was okay. As far as, think, as far as the other characters, yeah, she was. Well, as far as the newer characters, yeah, yeah. yeah. As far as so, yeah. And um, 
Yeah. I, I, I watched this one YouTube critique of it, and the, the guy that was doing the video said something that actually makes a lot of sense, not just for Star Wars, but for movies in general, and that's that the actor's identity is not enough to make it a good movie. Mm. Essentially, you know, uh, an all-male cast, an all-female cast. Oh, exactly. This, that, and the other thing. Like, you can't use that as an excuse to think that the movie is good. You have to have all the other things that come with good movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. look, at, look at Lando. I mean, he was, he was a, a huge um, character, you know, um, African-American character, and people loved him. You know, and people still talk about them, and that's why they wanted them back so bad in this new trilogy. I mean, it's it's all about making great characters you can um, relate to, or cheer for, or or boo against, and all that stuff. Mm. You know, it's not just being like, all right, here's Lando, he's a black character. You know, that's not not what they did. They created somebody that had depth. Yeah. You know, and you understood he did something that people didn't like, but then you understood why he did it to save to save mm. his own his own people. Like, I mean, it was, it was a great um, story, but but you didn't you didn't mention who was going to um, rumor to be taken over the Star Wars. Um, oh, did you, Wars, was there someone that was, uh, yeah, I'm going to have yeah. to, did, do you it know that? It wasn't just um, Kathleen Kennedy um, leaving. It was who they were talking about bringing in. Oh, okay. Hopefully um, Dave Filoni well, or, and. Uh, well, the rumor, the rumor, why you pull that off is that, is that they want to bring back in George Lucas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it said George Lucas could be back to, to at Star Wars to save the day. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so, it, that rumor is true. I think that'd be huge. I, I know people well, gave Lucas a lot of shit for the prequels, but I mean, he's 75 now. I'd love to see him go out with like a final Star Wars project. I think that'd be amazing. Well, d don't forget that George actually um, consulted. I, um, I think it was like a, even a silent producer on The Mandalorian. He was on set. He was. He was. Yeah. Um, but they didn't. Given producer credit, but he was consulting, you know. Yeah, it just mm -hmm. make just make the new any Star Wars new Star Wars movie or series, make it like the Mandalorian. Just make it kick ass, make it you know, great characters. I mean, they hit a home run with that damn um child baby Yoda <laughs> thing. Like, my God, like like you could have that's all they had to do for the um new trilogy. Just put like a baby Yoda character in there and it would have yeah. like done great. You know, it's yep. all about it's all about creating deal. characters that you can that you love. That's that's what yep. it's always been about in the beginning. Yep. That's what they forgot that about with a lot of this trilogy. Yeah, I feel like they didn't respect the source material until The Mandalorian. Right. Like, you know, Dave Filoni has such a love of Star Wars, and you see that in his projects. Yeah. Versus, you know, the Disney trilogy that was, you know, so heartless and empty and all the things that Star Wars shouldn't be. So. Yeah. Right, and if you make a new trilogy, write it out ahead of time. The whole trilogy, all three, and the same writer, the same, same writer, writer that can that that has a vision, right. and not you know hot potato to one director yeah, to another it's not like director. A baton, you know? it's, it's like a baton like, race. Not gonna hand it off. All right, now you yeah. write it. You know, it's like yeah, you write the whole thing. That's exactly thing. what like, happened. That's the whole problem yeah. with that trilogy is that you had yeah. different writers. So different directors. Okay, that's fine, but you have to have the same writer or vision. You get two you totally know? different writers who like as far as I know, hated each other, <laughs> yeah. had a personal grudge <laughs> against each other, it seemed like, right. and that they were just trying to undermine each other with, with each movie. It was right. insane. <laughs> insane. You're absolutely right, man. Well, let's talk about Justice League. So um, this is news on Justice League. So Zach's, as you know, HBO Max will have uh, a Zack Snyder cut of Justice League, which I'm uh, excited about. Yeah. Uh, they said that it will not be part of the DC continuity. 
So this will not be tying into any of the other DCEU films. It's its own no movies. Ma- how could, how no, could it be? No matter how good it is. Well, what happens if this is a, a big success Better. and everybody loves this cut? It's gonna. It's a shame that it w- it won't follow the continuity. It'll just be like a, um, you know, Elseworlds. What what if storyline? You know, um, it's a it's a different flashpoint. It's a, yeah, a different. This is what DC does. Though. This is what DC mm-hmm. loves. They, DC love, loves, they, love, like, they love screwing up their timelines. Throwing <laughs> together, like it doesn't matter. Like have different Batmans. They don't care. Like, yep. <laughs> you know, yes, the Batman and the Jokers. Yeah. How many Jokers just, and Batmans do you need over four or five years? My God. And God same man. thing with Spider-Man. I refuse oh, yeah. to watch the latest Spider-Man you, you movies. Really? Okay. Yeah, Tobey oh, Maguire yeah? was fine. There was no need to do it again. Aww. Yeah. I will say that the uh, the Tom Holland is is he reminds me so much of Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Yeah, he's. I think he's my second favorite. Adam, okay. Adam. Yeah. Out of the Gar- Andrew Garfield was just he was just his own. You know, yeah, he was type. he was too old. I mean, and he was, so was Tobey yeah. Maguire too. He was like twenty eight, and they put yeah. him on the high school team. But I feel like to- between Toby and um, not not Tom, but the other guy, the Sony yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, yeah and, so, and it would be nice yeah. to see an adult version of Spider Man. We've we've seen that like you know like, high school like age stuff you talking kid. about. Yeah, like the, porn? the high. No, 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 not at a porn, but you know, <laughs> in his adult years, oh, as, okay. you know, um, not in high school, you know, uh, working for, you know, the newspaper that he was working for, the Daily, um, whatever it was. Um, Daily thank Bugle. you, Daily Bugle. Yep. Um, you know, like that, you know, just normal, just <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> right. just something new, something different. Um, also, DC News that Noah Centineo, I am not familiar with this actor, just joined the cast. Of DC's Black Adam, starring The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, who plays Black Adam. Um, his character is called Adam Smasher, who can control his molecular structure with the ability to manipulate his size, strength, and durability. I can do that. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I, I, I guess this is very similar to Ant-Man, I guess. Ant-Man? I was just oh. about to say that. Yeah, that's exactly I, I was like. always under the assumption, wasn't he um, Shazam's bad guy didn't he have shazam's powers i don't know it's just, it's like the same uniform except it's black yes that's I'm, correct. I'm really excited to see african-american adam personally <laughs> i think it's gonna be a good story especially with the rock doing it i think it's gonna be great african-american adam i get it i get it <laughs> um I have a question have you guys talked about picard yet you've probably talked about picard right well, well I, I did mention they will have a panel at the san diego comic-con at home so okay. they'll probably be dropping. That's all we talked about. Yeah. You're a fan, Vanessa? I mean, I'm in the middle of watching it right now with Nick. Sweet. It just makes me sad. I mean, what Not we're talking about studio. reminded me Not of me. it, but. Not the Nick just... studio, but your hubby, Nick. You might have to. Yeah, oh, yeah, Nick. yeah, yeah. No, my hubby, <laughs> Nick. Yeah. Yeah, Nick, Nick wishes. <laughs> oh, I'm a, I'm very happy with my, with my I'm wife. I'm sure Thank you, you are. Much, all right, well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Chachi, you wish, but I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. Or maybe Chachi wishes, okay. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. quarantine. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, like, we're we're in the middle of watching it, and I'm I'm enjoying it, Um, but I just, I feel really, really bad. Or hard. Everyone's making fun of his age, and, Aww. you know, I don't know. So really? what we were talking about just now, yeah, like every episode, it's like oh, you know, on the you show, just they are. Here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I just feel like it's it's a show about shitting on him so far. Uh, wow. Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of sad, yeah. you know. It's That's an interesting storyline. That's kind of what they did in the Logan movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Would you say so, Big Nick? Yeah. I mean, they kept uh, alluding to Professor X, who was the same actor, Patrick Stewart, mm-hmm. yeah. Professor X, and just alluding to how weak and how fragile he was. He was the most powerful mutant, and then now he's just, you know, a shell of a man he was, you know? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of similar. Yeah. Yeah. All right, there's some fun movies, some musical movies. All right, let's uh, so, you. So Cynthia Riva, who's so close to the EGOT, she's got the Emmy, the Grammy, nominated for Oscar, and has a Tony, so she's got the Oscar to win um, wow. still. But uh, she'll be in a musical drama called Talent Show. Um, it's based on an idea by Dwayne Adler, who originated the Step Up franchise. And uh, We'll see uh, yours truly in uh, Step Up 1 and 2. Thank you very much. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Lena Waithe uh, wrote the latest version of the script. So it's about like a failed songwriter who returns home to Chicago to lead a group of at-risk youth in their annual talent show. So so that's a nice little feel-good film. Um, Also, Grease is getting a prequel movie. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah. <laughs> Grease, are you serious? Yes, it's called Summer Lovin'. <laughs> <laughs> had me at less. You know, Johnny Travolta's had enough of this year. I don't think we need to push I, the well, I, I don't think they're going to. Uh, no, I, right. de- I don't think they're de-aging him. I think they're just going to cast another actor. <laughs> but they just found a director for the film in Brett Haley. Um, they haven't announced cast yet. But, um, I mean, the success of the first Grease, I mean, it was a box office hit. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but that yeah, was 40 years fun, ago. Yeah. <laughs> it could be a fun film. We'll have to wait. I mean, you know what? Everyone's we'll talking see. about Hamilton. I think musicals are like, they're, they're a hit right now. Like, everyone wants to watch musicals. So Everybody the, greatest, too. the Greatest Showman was good. The Greatest Showman was good. Yeah, so it, could, so, it could have a chance. If the writing's good and the songs are good. It could be. So, it, it won't I, be though. Is something ever that good that they they wait like yeah. forty years to do, and it's going to be good? No. <laughs> yeah. They're relying on nostalgia, and nostalgia alone isn't going to make yeah. the movie. Yeah. What yeah. made the movie was was the actors in the movie was Olivia Newton John and John Travolta and stuff. It's not going to be new actors. Yeah. yeah. And and they can't get Zac Efron to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're going to try though. I'm sure they will. <laughs> but with the success of Hamilton, they're also going to do a Broadway show directed by Spike Lee. It's David Byrne's um, American Utopia. If you're a fan of David Byrne, it's all his classic songs on stage. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, again, with the success of Hamilton, um, just, you know, people aren't going to the theater, so if they want to see their musicals. They can see the theater right in the comfort of their own home. You know, it's kind of where we have to go with the musicals right now. And I think. Yeah, but Hamilton was a success because it, it was amazing, not just because of this is anything true. else. You know, it is amazing. These other people are going to try to like capture the success of Hamilton, but you're not going to be able to, to um, do it. Well, I feel that because Broadway is closed for the rest of the year. If they even shot a performance and put it on TV, just so, so the bro- number one, the Broadway actors can can uh, work but number two also the audiences can enjoy these shows while 
we're not going to see any Broadway for the rest of 2020. You know? Yeah, and so there, how long after that it will be. Yeah. There is a, a streaming service right now called Broadway TV. I think you can get it through Roku and Amazon, but you can watch Broadway shows on that. Um, oh, and then okay, the show, cool. yeah, the show that I did this past weekend was a drive-in theater show. Yes, throw it out really quick. Oh, I just cool. brought it up. Throw it off, and I saw for our local listeners. Maybe <laughs> they can tune in to the next one. Yeah, um, they're thinking of it being in August, mid-August, but basically um, it, it was free. You drive to the theater, but it's in the parking lot, so you either pick a parking lot space and sit in your car. There's an app that you can listen to it through, so you don't have to roll down your windows, uh, or you uh, they blocked off six-foot squares if you wanted to bring your lawn chairs, uh, and then for the performers like me, um, we had to wear masks until we got on stage, and then uh, removed them, okay. and then exited. But um, I'm supposed to be in a show that was pushed to October, and we, we may not do it even in October, because how do you have a, a show with people wearing masks? Right. right. The acting, yeah. you're going to miss a large amount of the emotion, yeah. and yeah, you, you know, everything. Like, it better be like a purge play or something. A what? Well, what? You can only, you can only like, do so much like body purge. acting. <laughs> a purge. Well, right. what about having what what about having the actors behind the curtain until with the mask? But when they're off, you know, when they're on stage, then you can take the mask off. I, Is that well, not it might be, but I don't even know if I feel comfortable with that because ah. I'll be exposing myself and others who are in the show with me. Mm. And unless we all self quarantine the entire time we do the show. You know, you, you run the risk that's, of that's commitment. Sick. Yeah. yeah, and and I'm not sure how I feel about it, you know. So um I, I feel like it'll be difficult for people on Broadway to also sort of come to terms with that because they yeah. could get in a lot of trouble and look really bad if they go ahead with the show and then yeah. someone yeah. gets sick or an audience right. member gets sick. Yeah. So, you know. There's a lot there's pluses and there's a lot of uh, minuses, sadly. You know, it's not a perfect yeah. Not a perfect um, situation, sadly. But, right, um, right. But um, there's another um, uh, musical, musical fantasy called Spellbound. I don't know if you're familiar with this one. Um, featuring original songs and music uh, from Disney composer Alan Menken. Um, slated for global release in November of 2022. So not even uh, two year, over two Jeez. years from now. Um, 2022, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, but... Um, you know, hey, it's it's in pre-production, so I guess they're thinking ahead. <laughs> um, also, um, in uh, movie news, um, Henry Golding from the Crazy Rich Asians, Asians movie uh, tapped to play the lead role in The Tiger's Apprentice. It's a best-selling children's book from Paramount Animation. So this will be an animated film. Okay. Oh, cool. Um, very, very cool. Um if you're a fan of the Parent Trap uh, movie from 1998, yeah. they had recently, they recently with Lindsay had, Lohan. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan. I know that Flex. Was, that was Flex's was, favorite, right? That was Flex's our resident resident rock star who used to co-host below the belt. So that was his favorite film. Uh, they had a reunion <laughs> with uh, Lindsay Lohan and uh, Dennis Quaid and Nancy Myers. Um, this was on Katie Kirk's Instagram channel. Um, wow. So everybody's <laughs> kind of doing what Josh Gad is doing you know and you notice that like they're doing the reunion things you know that's when you know you right made now. it when you're on katie kirk's instagram channel yeah you why not <laughs> right there you go well, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Netflix, of course, they're going to be releasing more and more movies. Um, and a really popular movie right now is called The Old Guard. I don't know if anyone's seen it yet, but it's the number one movie on Netflix um, right now. And overall, it's um, one of the top um, films, number six. Um, and uh, it reached 72 million households in the first four weeks. Um yeah, this is another film I'm 100% sure that it would have been in theaters, but they decided yeah. to go for the Netflix route. Um, but, um, yeah, I think I'll check it out. I'm a fan of Charlie's. Um, has anyone had a chance to check it out? I've seen half of it. Okay. And I, and I got annoyed with the Marine Corps representation that's in it. Oh, And then it lost me. It was a little too, like, in the Marine Corps, it, like, so... Uh, let me. If someone in the army is calling for a medic, they go medic, right? Like as we've seen in like right. Saving Private Ryan and all that. Right? The Marine right. Corps version of a medic is called a corpsman, and you'll never find a marine screaming medic in the field. You'll never hear that. Ah, uh, but so is it but they did in this one. It was a yeah. So <sighs> that and like for Nick, for for this personal Nick's when it comes to like guns, like standards and like the guns they're using, the gear. Yeah. And, Things like that. Yeah. Um, for Charlize and her team, it looked really cool and really stylized. But it looks like, from Nick's perspective, the effort that they put, they kind of kept on the main cast and didn't do any research on anything else. Right. Uh, right. Like, like yeah, I, was have touching, I was catching airsoft guns left and right. Yeah. And like even a little bit of production work to kind of get rid of the the tip of the gun that looks makes it look like a toy gun right can add to the production mm. value yeah that's why they need big nick on set maybe you could have they thought, do they properly do. consulted I, in the right i really feel the same way about most historic films uh yeah. period pieces but yeah. the thing is when i worked at, at a museum in gettysburg for a few years i quickly learned that even all of the experts don't agree so they could have had someone that they consulted on set who they thought was an expert and knew what they were talking about and in the end people like nick are like you don't know shit now putting putting that part of the movie aside yeah putting that the movie aside it was still very awesome and good action and charlie Theron kicks ass does all the cool things that Charlie's does. Uh, it, like, and looks, yeah, it looks amazing, right? I still right? recommend it, even yeah, with my friends on that. Yes. Cookie told me he had the same problem when he watches, like, gay porn. Like, that it's, like, oh. he's watching it. He's like, that would never yeah. happen in real life. Like, what the, what the hell's <laughs> yeah. going on? It totally takes you out yeah. of the moment. <laughs> That's what he told me, at least. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So two uh, favorite male actors in Hollywood are Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. They're actually joining forces for a big Netflix film, Netflix, bleh, Netflix thriller film, um, and it's uh, yes, yeah, so it's called The Gray Man. Okay, so it's uh, uh, based on a series of bestsellers from Mark Greeny. So it's best uh, best-selling uh, books, I guess. Um, so I uh, never read at all because like all these bestsellers you're talking about, I never heard of my whole entire life. You never heard yeah. of it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. reads anymore. I know. Who reads? Like, Vanessa, when was the last time you read a book? Seventh grade. 
Oh, yeah. really? Oh, really? You, struck I'm right there. That would, you struck with someone that would have read recently. No, yeah, I, I've read. I've read. Okay. But I'm just like, <laughs> it's so hard for me to read. I don't really enjoy it, honestly. You know, I'm, I'm right there with yeah, you. Like, yeah. There's enough, there's enough TV shows and movies I can watch yeah. where I don't yeah. need to read. Why like, well, read the thing when you can watch me, the you know, they're reading you? Wait, so I'm going to mention the directors. Let me know if this changes anything on the perspective. Okay. The Russo brothers, Joe and oh, Anthony Russo, will be directing this thriller uh, with Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. And you know they know how to direct Chris Evans. That's mm-hmm. Captain America. So um. I mean, everything they touch is gold, so I'll definitely. Yes, right? Of course. Yeah. Um, let's see. They're also going to be releasing on Netflix another movie on Netflix. My gosh. Both um, they're going to reunite Julia Roberts and Denzel Washington for the first time Aww. since 1993's Pelican Brief. Um, wow. It's another was, movie based on a, a novel. That was a long time ago. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's called Leave the World Behind. Um, yeah, based on a novel by Ruman Alam. Um, so like magnetic, a magnetic story about two families, strangers to each other, who are forced together on a long week, weekend gone terribly wrong. Okay. Um, oh, they're, gonna... they're going full on Adam Sandler. It's <laughs> probably going to be at a nice exotic location where there's nice hotels. Right. They're making movies with their friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's full on Adam Sandler. Good. Yeah. I heard an, you know, it's money. interesting, a little trivia that um, the original story Pelican Brief, I read this article that they wanted Denzel and Julia to be uh, a couple or a love interest in the movie. Denzel voted against it. So they did oh. some rewrites because he, Denzel said he had too many African-American women fans that would be disappointed. Oh, look at um, that. Yeah. We so should, they actually should, rewrote the script. We should cancel him. <laughs> Wait, That's why a, would they be disappointed? I think I missed something. Why would they be well, disappointed? Because I guess, because, well, Denzel feels that his, his black fans, particularly his black female fans, will be upset that they, because, you know, he's kind of like the hot commodity African-American actor, and making him the love interest of Julia Roberts. Was this for the original Pelican Brief or for the movie they're making now? This is for the one that, um, from a while back. This, this the, the is one from the Pelican Brief. Okay. Yeah, this is from the, the 93 Pelican Brief. The, Did the he movie, say it back yeah. then or recently? He said it. He said it, the, I think, back then, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe, in like, the, yeah. In 93, he was a sex icon, and they probably... Wanted them to. Yeah, that might have. Yeah, I just remember from a while ago. Who knows? But this is not a this is not a Pelican Brief remake or sequel, Nick. This is a completely different, totally different movie story with them in it. With them reuniting for the first time since '93. Yeah. Yeah, that should be a fun one. Another movie on Netflix. Wow, so many movies on Netflix. Um, and this is an animated film called Apollo Ten and a Half, a space age adventure that stars. Jack Black and Zachary Levi. Um, That'll be funny. Yeah. Documents the 1969 mission to the moon. Ten and a half. So, yeah, I, I can see that being a comedy with the Apollo you know, 10 and the, a half. You I know. don't know how much of the Netflix animation stuff you guys have seen. Um, Voltron off the top of my head, which was ridiculously amazing. Like, their, their yeah. animated shows are actually really, really good. Yeah. Animated... Netflix is big on animation. Right here, I'm hearing 
Um, the Legend of Korra is going to head to Netflix, and also um, hi Amy. <laughs> hey. Oh wow! On? So hey. let's go to put that thought on hold. We are so happy to welcome our featured guest on the Love the Belt Show, actress, director, writer, host, awesome girl, hysterical comedian. Uh, the list goes on and on. My gosh. A viral sensation. There's another one. Viral sensation. She's at a and I disco, love saying, I think. I, I love saying her last name. It's just so proper and so sophisticated. <laughs> Amy Lejoie. <laughs> Amy, good to, have, good to have you on Below the Belt. That's how I look right now. You do look very vampire-ish. <laughs> well, I'm not mad about it. I mean... <laughs> You should be in the, the Twilight um, reboot. You know, I I'd be down. I would be down. Yeah, who would you who would you cast as your Robert Pattinson? Oh, oh boy. Oh god, so many options. Uh, Colin Farrell. He might be a little okay. too old at this point, but no, he's old. But for Twilight, old. He's also too old for Twilight as well. Uh, yeah, in the he's still he's still pretty. Uh, after this. Every uh, Wednesday, I do a, a character on Facebook named Auntie Bev, and so this is my—I'm getting ready for that. It's my Bev. Oh yes, she's, she's very sassy. I uh, love it. Uh, you're one of my favorite uh, actresses that portrays older women. I love Kate McKinnon's <laughs> old ladies when she does in Saturday Night Live. Yours is yours is right up there, Amy. I love your old <laughs> your you. Aunt Bev. I think it's a very special actress to to to, to with great comedic timing to do that old lady very properly i think you do a great job i have a lot of experience uh with old people i uh my family we we lived with we took care of my grandparents for years and so i had uh, a lot of firsthand experience uh probably more than most people ever really want to connect with their grandparents <laughs> but you learn a lot from it right <laughs> okay i love it well amy i said viral sensation because you certainly are um i discovered you from your videos for Shit Background Say and, of course, the film crew, which it seems like it's been shared thousands and thousands and thousands of times, which it is so on point, by the way. So on point. Thank you. Um, very most of us are actors here on the panel, so we've been on set. I mean, everybody here on the panel has been on set. Um, I guess you're, you're taking some of your personal experiences from interacting with other actors and crew members Maybe getting feedback. What gave you the idea to put this all together? I, there I'm we go. It. Let's try this. That's oh, awesome. yeah. That's awesome. Perfect. Awesome. You sound great. You look great. There you go. And Thank you're less you. you're less vampirish for some reason. Oh, give it time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my camera, uh, for some reason, my uh, my computer camera just really has a, a problem <laughs> with uh, contrast. <laughs> doesn't help that I'm, I am pale uh, and I have dark, dark hair, dark background. Uh, um, yeah, but to go yes. back to your question, um, yes. the first film crew video was made for TikTok. And I really had absolutely no intention or a, an idea that this was going to be seen by actual industry <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, It was a TikTok trend. It was a trend to use. Like, I, I didn't even pick that song. It was a trend to use that song and kind of show people in different scenarios, all kind of running through in slow motion. If you look it up yes. on TikTok, there were a bunch of absolutely hysterical ones. 
And I've been trying to get big on TikTok. I had one video that got like 150,000 views. And that ooh, was kind wow. of like the, the big of like, oh, like I got one. And then, you know, TikTok is, it's, it's such, I don't understand their algorithm. But uh, it was just one day where I thought like, oh, yeah, like I'm seeing a lot of these videos. Like I'm, I'm not very good at um, getting on these trends. I should do this one. And really just doing a film crew just kind of came to me. And of course, like I am a film person and, and have yes. a bunch of things. And um, yeah, and and it it still really didn't do very well on TikTok. <laughs> it wasn't until I shared it to uh, Facebook and I found a couple um, film groups. The big one that got me was uh, the Movie Set Memes Facebook group. As It was like the next day or something, I shared it in that group and they have a couple hundred thousand people in there. And it was like wow. instantaneous. I started getting a ton of notifications and I was like, oh my God, like people are actually <laughs> watching this. This is crazy. And then like the day after I immediately put out a, a second one, the, yes. the demand for people uh, yes. to see it's themselves. Four yeah, it was just I, I was just completely blown away and it's kind of gone on from there. Um, but I, I feel like I kind of found really by accident this um this it's like all these people feel like they've never really been represented before. Um, just like, oh, I'm, I'm just, you know, the script supervisor. No one right. cares about me. And, uh, and then everyone really, I mean, I, there were people coming up with um, whatever their role was. Like, I had to look it up. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. I'll try and portray well, your role in a two-second clip. <laughs> since you produce your content, because I want to get into the Bumble Bums later, um, seems like you've wear, worn a lot of those hats, literally. Um as a director yeah Yeah. writer things like that yeah so something you can relate to but uh i just first of all the editing i mean to get through all those um film crew jobs the editing was fantastic oh thank you yeah (laughs) well again all those initial film crew videos um just the one made for tiktok i even edited those in tiktok like Okay. Wow. yeah which is not a very user-friendly uh if you are an editor like, i get frustrated i'm like well, you're using your thumbs to edit yeah. i'm like why can't i do this um all my <laughs> other videos were made like i recorded them separately and uh, but i've just been filming all of them on my phone i have nicer cameras that i could use but i'm just <laughs> making this for uh you know kind of like quick um you know things for instagram and tiktok and stuff so i've just been filming i have the iphone 11 and <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's that's, that's working the best, that. that's the best camera for an iphone right there so it is can... it is i'm very happy with it yeah yeah but um <clears throat> the shit background so i can relate to this one because uh myself vanessa here in studios also screen actors guild we've we've done our fair share of background work you've literally um <laughs> portrayed every character i've seen on that set now that was one um so when i first as far as going with the shit videos the grip one because i i got a lot of crap from people with uh with my creepy grip <laughs> my first there's video. a creep no there's like with every crew member oh yeah. no but there are some people as well as things like i feel like you're the creepy grip if you're the one that's say you have a problem with this um but it really it was kind of eye-opening too where I, I was just trying to you know say like okay well this is yes I have had experiences like that but I've had creeps in all departments I just happened to choose grips for this one and I didn't want them to feel like they were singled out so Aww. when I did my first um shit video I started asking people for suggestions I said I want to hear from actual grips 
Um, Because clearly, like, I don't know everything. I mean, people were critiquing the shit out of all my videos. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, of course it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, But when it came to the background one, I didn't ask anyone. That was all my own experiences. Some of those are things that I have said. Um, you know, we've all been there. We're all trying to oh my make gosh. it. And I still, um, I, I have a thing coming up where I'm going to be getting my second SAG credit. Yes. <laughs> been doing this for nice. years. And, you know, it's like, I keep, I would ask people for years, like, how, how do you get into SAG? How do you get these credits? <laughs> They're like, well, you, you've got to ask and you've got to make friends with the, the Hartley, baby. And get to have Hartley. So it's like, I would start asking, you know, I was trying to yes. be proactive and make it happen. Yeah. And I just felt like one of those annoying people. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Cause I hear that every time I'm on set, there's a non-union actor that uh, asks for Taff Hartley or says, can you give me a line jokingly or things like that? And, yeah. And I've, uh, I don't know. It's, it's really, I mean, you know, people make fun of, I feel like, background is kind of like the uh, the grips or the PAs of a film set as far as that's, actors go. That's where fair. That's there's fair. not, like, we are necessary. We're not uh, necessarily the most respected. I've been on yeah. some sets as background where I one of the jokes I was talking about, the, the difference in food. Um, and I, yeah. I told myself, I said, if I ever make it big, I'm going to write it in my contract that all the background has to have the same food as me. Because it's yeah, like, we're, we're people, right. you know, mm-hmm. like, of all, of all ways you know for what? them to save money. <laughs> I agree, because when I heard that thing about how the crew got shrimp, I remember this because working on HBO's Veep, I remember all the non-union background got, like, macaroni and cheese and hot dogs. And union, we got like <laughs> we we got um you know um, shrimp and we got uh, snow crab legs, king crab legs. Oh wow! Like uh, oysters, like the whole nine. Wow. And I I was the good person. I took a bunch of that shellfish and I gave it to non-union actors Aww. on set. Yes. yes. How there noble. Was, there you're was a, a show. You're out of sack um, now. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's a show that filmed uh, in San Diego that I did a lot of background days on, and there was times where it it seriously like the food was inedible. It was oh. it was like soggy sandwiches and yeah. just like <laughs> this has meat in it. Like I mean, I eat meat, yeah. but like how long has this been sitting out? Right. It was <laughs> so was, accurate. Yeah, so and there was there was yes. a guy that I was uh, dating at the time who happened he was like a stand-in or something, and so he got to have the good food, and he would bring me food. <laughs> Uh. Other, <laughs> said I would eat it in secret. Oh my God. And, and yeah, it was, it's just, it's a weird, uh, <laughs> I don't know. The, the totem pole of film sets is very interesting. Oh God, absolutely. And I can so relate with the sleeping on the folding chairs. Because sometimes those oh. early fucking call times of oh. 4 a.m., 5 a.m., and you're not getting the set for a long time, you're going to find a place to like close your eyes and yes. Laying yeah. on those folding chairs. <laughs> I can totally relate to that. My gosh, that was hysterical. And like, why did I have to get here this early? Yes. And they're never, yeah. and they're oh, never yeah. comfortable. They're never comfortable Mm-mm. those chairs. It's unbelievable. You know what was so good about the video, though? Like, I, yeah. you encapsulated why I don't do background anymore. <laughs> Honestly. 
because it's either the band. I cannot handle background banter. I can't. I'm usually <laughs> alone hilarious. by myself yeah. and holding because I don't care about your resume. I don't care who you know. I don't care about the <laughs> shit you're up to that's supposed to be better than mine. I don't care. Um, but you encapsulated it and it was wonderful. Like everything you did was so on point. It was Thank funny. You. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Uh, mother yeah. of... Yeah, no, no. Another <laughs> highlight I want to talk about is um, the person that promotes like their podcast because I, I've been that guy. <laughs> I've been the guy. I've been the guy that talks about the podcast on set. Oh, you want to go? Fuck. So I'm like, oh god, this is me. And then, of course, swiping on Tinder. Uh, I've you know, seen. Um, <laughs> I did a couple years ago. I did background on the Orville, which was really yes, fun. Yes, love actually. that show. By and the it way, was fun. Um, I don't know. That was one of the first times I was even on like a, like, Oh, I'm filming actually like in a studio and they had the set and the whole cast was there and Seth MacFarlane was there and they had some people dressed as aliens, of course. And I remember sitting and holding and there was a guy dressed as an alien sitting there, like clearly swiping <laughs> on Tinder. I was like, if only they could see what you look like now. <laughs> <laughs> it was like only in Hollywood. Maybe he should be the alien. On an extender profile, I don't know. Like yeah. more, more attention that way. Yeah, here I am on the Orville. <laughs> All right. Same thing with me. Even like again, I make fun of myself too. Like as an example, like being on the Orville this one day, I actually got seen in um, the scene I was in because I seriously was like, I'm gonna be on camera, like. I drove, and I live in San Diego, too, so yes. I drove all the way up to L.A. for this, and that was the one where I ended up getting, like, 80 bucks after taxes for, like, the whole day, and I was like, cool, yep. that takes care of, you know. That was, that was the last slide in your video, $75, great. Yeah, and um, I really was just like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm, I mean, I wasn't pushing people out of the way, of course, but I was like, yeah. I'm going to figure out how to get on camera. And I yeah. I ended up like sitting on a table for a scene. I thought if they don't want me to sit on this table, they will tell me. And no one ever said anything. And there I am in several shots. And I was like, I made it. <laughs> has, has Tom Hiddleston uh, I fucked you or, or any of the other celebrities? He did <laughs> at Comic-Con one year. Oh, here we go. <laughs> he, uh, Nick's back, by the way. I'm back. My computer like just did a thing hello <laughs> nick can finally see you amy yes i can oh no I, he can be blinded by me as well <laughs> i'm sorry continue amy oh yeah no that that happened at comic-con one time i was working there um i was a pa doing stuff for um some cartoon network people and oh, fun. Um, there was a time where, um, yeah, he like walked by me and there was this whole thing where they were like trying to clear a path of like, he, like, like someone's yelling me to get out of the way. And I was, my job was to guard this equipment, which was like tens of thousands of dollars. Like I'm not moving. <laughs> okay. Like this is my right. job. And yeah. And he, uh, they were promoting the film. Um, oh God, just forgot it. Uh, anyway, they were promoting a film. Marvel film? <laughs> no, it was, um, oh, Crim Crimson, Crimson Peak. Crimson Peak. Ah. Um, yeah, and he walked by me, and uh, Mia, uh, can never pronounce her last name, but I love her. Wow, wow, see, Kowska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She walked mm -hmm. by me, and she's even more gorgeous in person. She's so cute. And uh, but yeah, he walked by me, and certainly, you know, eye contact yeah. was made. Oh yeah. And nice. there was a brief moment. I'm, I'm sure he remembers it too. <laughs> 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 like six years ago. 
<laughs> no, that's totally totally normal when you see our favorite um, celebrities on set. That's for sure. Oh yeah, and I've had uh, I originally my the Elizabeth Moss line. I was yes. gonna say that about uh, John Hamm because that happened to me. I was on a set and he did walk by me, and I I could have I've heard he's actually very nice. I probably could have talked to him. You know, it's like oh, hey, but I was like no, I don't want to be one of those people. But I definitely as soon as he walked by me was texting my friends like John Hamm just walked by me. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but I ended up switching that to Elizabeth Moss because she, um, after my grip video, she actually reached out to me on Instagram. What? And oh, she, she, the message started with that uh, she said, You are fucking brilliant. And I was like, Oh my God. Oh, I said awesome. the same thing to you. <laughs> I said, You're brilliant. That's yeah. Amazing. And she, that, that meant so much to me because I've, I've been a, a big fan of hers for years. So she I, I put a little you. shout out to her in there. I don't know if she ended up seeing it, but um, I had to give her a little shout out. Uh, just like thank you for watching my videos, Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> <laughs> Blue check mark and everything. Elizabeth Moss commented on your video. Yeah, and, and no, she she followed me and direct messaged me. And she actually DM'd oh. you. Wow. Yes, she, Elizabeth Moss That's cool. slid into my DMs. Yes. Okay. How awesome is that? Yeah. It's- and the funny thing was, oh, yeah. a few years ago, I actually took an improv class with her brother, who was an, a great oh. uh, comedic actor in his own right. And I immediately was geeking out. I was like, did you know I took improv with your brother? And she had no <laughs> idea. She's like, that's such a small world. And yeah, some of the, um, again, this is, I, I just never imagined that any of this would happen. And yesterday um, on Twitter, Elijah Wood just started following me. And yes. I, wow. he, I'd say from age like 12 to 15, he was my biggest celebrity crush. And course, yes. like, I wanted to marry him. I, the only time I've ever looked at fan fiction in my entire life was Lord of the Rings things with all like Elijah yes. Wood. And my, my best friend was into Orlando Bloom and that was our thing. We were like geeking out Lord of the Rings in middle school and to have him not only like he, he retweeted my videos and then he followed me wow. and I was I died. Like I, I was in tears yesterday. I could just, the, this is something I just oh. never, ex- even like a month ago, never expected that. Wow. He was like, Elijah Wood knows who I am. <laughs> and I, that's why I think it's amazing that, that these, yeah. both, both these videos went viral. And now a lot of your other things are going to just get all that traction. I but hope I, so. Yeah. I, I would they love will. to talk about the Bumble Bums because. Uh, Thank you for checking that out. Yeah. I, <laughs> Amy would be happy to know I've watched every single episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're only two, two to five minutes long each, so I got through yeah, it all. Yeah, <laughs> the whole thing is about, I think season one is like an hour and 15-minute running length yeah. or something. But thank you. Thank you for watching all of It was really <laughs> enjoyable, and I love how they're about actual dating experiences. Yes. So you just took the experiences and just wrote, wrote them out. Um uh, what in particular were your personal dating experiences? Oh God! Well, definitely the <laughs> a lot of the first ones were my own. Um, wow! I've had sometimes the material writes itself. <laughs> no, really. I mean, and again, and I've had so many people. I I'm the one who ended up writing the actual scripts, but some of the stories people submitted to me, they included so much detail where they literally did write themselves. Um, and other ones, you know, we took some creative liberties. <laughs> with yeah. Some, as 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 one does. Um. <laughs> but I just uh, online dating has been uh, continues to be a struggle for me. I'm still 
very much single, <laughs> even tried uh, doing online dating during uh, this pandemic. Pandemic, and right. Well. <laughs> That's definitely worse. Yeah. Huh? Any any pointers for those doing the online dating um, during this time? I mean, I guess video uh, chatting is necessary. Yes. Um, it, it's funny how people can still manage to be flaky to a, a video call. I had guys flake out on me, you know, if it's like, like you're, you're late, like you don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> like, right. How are you late to this? <laughs> to a virtual drink. Um, and the, the real kicker is to try and keep something successful going is just a lot of patience, which most people, men and, oh, there's a kitty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was that almost like your one episode lady. of the Bumble Bums when you, uh, were more interested than the the guy's cat than your date. That was my own experience. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like I said, I I'm not afraid to make fun of myself. I I definitely acknowledge when I'm being a total spaz. <laughs> I I wanted that was to, you. His cat was being ridiculous, and I wanted to pet the cat. <laughs> and I'd rather spend time with the cat than him. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, but, but trying to, to do dating online right now, again, just really being patient um, and yes. don't don't lose interest. It's it is kind of hard. Um, and that was one of the reasons why I was trying to get back on it um, during all of this, because I thought, well, I can't necessarily meet up with people. Uh, I mean, if it was someone if I was talking to him for a long time. See yeah. if it's like really worth it. Yeah, so I would probably end up meeting up with him. But just for like a, you know, like, oh, let's have a drink. Like, I'm not going to, there's a pandemic, people. Not Do you have a lot of guys hitting you during the, you know, on your um, social media platforms? Yeah. You have these videos. You figured to be all kind of guys trying to DM you and everything. Oh, shockingly, there haven't been that many recently that, really? uh, I mean, that's that's what I, I the funny thing was like it was I I had a couple <laughs> goals during uh, this quarantine of just like not knowing how long this is gonna go on I thought okay either I'm gonna like find someone who I could really talk to a lot on um, Bumble or Hinge or I'm gonna go viral and it was easier for me to go viral than for me to get a boyfriend yes. so <laughs> I don't know what that says about me <laughs> you accomplished that you accomplished You're probably better it. off anyways. I know. I was like, I don't have time to do online dates now. I have yeah. followers now. <laughs> so you mentioned you mentioned dick pics in uh, oh, the Oh God, bombs. yes. Uh, so is it true when when a guy sends a dick pic that usually you the woman usually shares the photo with her friends? I have before. I oh my have. God. Uh, I would never do something of posting it publicly. I mean, that's that's illegal. Right. That is illegal. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Revenge porn is a thing. Uh, yeah. Men and women should not do that, but that's a, it's just especially because I'm not the type of person who's looking for hookups, and I'm always very upfront with that. It's like I'm looking yeah. to casually date someone and hopefully have it turn into something, you know. Right, but of course, you, you say you're not looking into hookups, and and people instantly are like expecting that you want to get engaged within the next six months or something. It's like no, that's not what that <laughs> means. <laughs> a little happy medium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> It's well, not that one sounds, or the other. That sounds like your episode, your Thanksgiving episode when uh, yes. parents were imposing uh, adopting a child on, yes. on, yes. And on their daughter. Yes, and actually, um, if uh, I know at least Al, Al's on Facebook. If you check out um, our Bumble Bums Facebook page, we've been doing a um, another live stream once a week called the Bumble Bums Behind the Bums. And a few weeks ago, we actually talked about the Thanksgiving episode, and we had. Oh. Um, one of the actors, who, he wasn't in that, but he's been in some other episodes. That was his story. 
And so he told us, you know, like what kind of what really happened. And it wasn't at dinner. It was at a, a Sizzlers where they, they met. And <laughs> Oh, wow. Yes. Shit goes down at Sizzlers. Sizzlers There's still a few Sizzlers in San Diego, I, I'm guessing. There must be. I mean, who knows at this point? I just found out today that, like, I think Soup Plantation's going out of business. So. Oh, I know. I heard about that, Shoot too. Plant- so I grew up in Redondo Beach, and Sioux Plantation was like a staple. We used to go to Sioux Plantation like every week. And yeah, the it's it good eating. It's what a, is it? Yeah. Shoe? Shoe Plantation? Plantation. It's basically, oh. it's a buffet place. It's an all-you-can-eat buffet place, and it's oh, okay. for soups. But you can go there and just eat yourself to 400 pounds and not feel guilty about it. <laughs> yeah. You feel less guilty about it than you would other all-you-could-eat places, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <With> salads. Yeah. <laughs> Healthy yeah. options. Um, um, one, one of my favorite episodes was the uh, one when um, the woman fell asleep while giving head to the dude. And <laughs> it, was, it was a classic take on, you know, the, the arm when you have to leave when uh, you have your arm around the girl <laughs> saw your arm off took a, a banana and you put the and the guy put the banana in the girl's mouth <laughs> so, so that that's one that we have not talked about yet on behind the buns that was an instagram submission um, yes. i have not met the person i will have to say that the banana was one that i i added that in oh that <laughs> is my, but uh, really as far as her actually falling asleep brilliant thank you uh but she did actually fall asleep <laughs> Uh, quote with uh, his dick in her mouth. <laughs> be like an insult, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she's so bored, she's falling asleep. I'm like, uh. uh. And it was their first date too. Actually, it was oh, the okay. first Bumble date ever, and this happens. I mean, I hope she has narcolepsy, not because she, she was, was bored. Drunk or something, maybe. I think she was extremely wasted. Okay. Okay. That okay. That's acceptable. I mean. If you're that, that bored great, with a penis don't. in your mouth. <laughs> Maybe it's not for you. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Is the, other I got to ask, is the pizza girl who kept farting during a date, is that a true story? It is. Not mine. Oh, not no. mine. No, that actually happened. Uh, the, the actor in that, Bo, uh, Bo Doran, that happened to him. Which is really fun that he got to recreate his own. Oh, yeah. God. And I would have been gone a lot, a lot earlier. Oh, my God. <laughs> and a girl on the first date farted in front of me. I don't know. I mean, I mean a I lot. I don't have a problem with girls farting. No, no. You're, yeah, every, everyone farts. But it's a lot. That's respectable of you. First, <laughs> it first is human date, nature. Though. It's like first a sign of though? trust. It's oh, a sign of trust. Of trust. Okay. Mm. I can understand yeah. with your spouse. I don't need that much trust. But maybe like a first date. <laughs> I'm good. I don't know. Yeah. First date? Is that... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was certainly... It was a lot. I mean, if you're it a was... farter, you eat outdoors. That's what you do. Oh, Lord. Yeah, and that was one... Um, I was a little nervous about that episode because that wasn't necessarily my style of humor. And I ended up at the time, that was one of our most popular episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had some of my relatives who would never even watch my other episodes. They'd watch that like, this is my type of humor. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, are you still shooting amidst the pandemic, future episodes of the Bumble Bums? 
Um, we did shoot one a few weeks ago that is on our um, YouTube channel, and that was a very, very bare bones. I was the only crew member for that. Um, we had uh. two actors and me. Um, that one wasn't received very well. Um, you, I think people can kind of like see it for themselves. If they wanted to watch it, but it, it was already going to be kind of a interesting subject matter. It was a story that happened to my friend who was in the episode. Um, and she's, you would recognize her. She's been in many of the episodes, yes. um, but she, um, is queer and she, uh, basically had this woman who was a lesbian on, uh, they were talking on dating app and this woman seemed really freaked out that my friend Kat also dated men. And she kept saying uh. like, Oh, well like, so, so you're bi. And I feel like bi women always end up with men. And my friend was trying to have a nice conversation about like, well, like I kind of identify more as queer and I, I do date women as well. And we were trying to address the issue of even in the LGBTQ community, there's still um, yeah. some bias, um, mm -hmm. especially towards a lot of bi men and women and uh, that's what we were trying to do of just say like this, this is an issue and um, people, um, uh, yeah, and me being a straight woman, I, I really didn't realize that. So it was kind of eye opening for me to learn about that. But when we posted this episode on Facebook, we had a lot of women who did not pretty much saw it the opposite way of what we were trying to do. Um, and they were really not happy with it. So we ended up removing it from Facebook just because it was like, okay, like clearly we did not end up accomplishing what we were trying oh, to say. Wow. Despite, okay. despite us, you know, I don't know. I always Too try bad. to, uh, yeah, it, it's still on YouTube. Um, but you know, we, yes. we always want to take people's, um, criticisms and critiques seriously, especially yes. when it's on a, a serious matter like that. And again, I'm, I'm not, I'm an ally, but I'm not a member of that community. And eventually if, if someone has an issue with it, we don't, we certainly don't want to offend anyone. And we try That's to cool. be inclusive um, as we can, but it is online, still don't get offended. I'm surprised. I know. Yeah. It's you know, like so I, weird. It's the first time I've, I'm hearing of this, people are getting offended about something. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that is... People are usually just so reasonable. You should be on the news because, I mean, that might be like a first time thing that you might get a lot of attention for. <laughs> Call the media. Let's, yeah. let's break this story I tonight. This personal mind I was offended by something I did. Let's call them trolls. <laughs> So, Amy, I know you have to rock and roll because you're about to be Aunt Bev soon, right? Yeah, I'm going to keep drinking my wine. I always drink actual alcohol when I'm doing my Auntie Bev character. <laughs> As of you course, uh, you can also check out your book club for movies, which uh, yes. check out your episode on Tom Hardy. Oh, so thank you. Thank you. Probably yeah. another one that's I fuck you as well, I'm sure. But... <laughs> oh, God, I wish. I would have cried. He's someone I, I legit would have passed out. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen him in person. He's awesome. absolutely gorgeous. I love. What's your kitty's name? Sprinkles. <gasps> so so pretty. So pretty. <laughs> Who's that pretty Hello. kitty? Hello. You got oh, another? Oh, there's dogs. I think he heard Amy cooing at the cat, and so my dog came yeah. over. Where are your pets, Amy? Are they hiding? Uh, buried in the backyard. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, no! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I've been... Uh, our last cat uh, was our beloved Romeo. We had him for 18 years, and he oh, was actually God. around 20, and he was the love of my life. Wow. And uh, we still greatly miss him. Uh, so he, he had an at-home uh, funeral. <laughs> And have yet to uh, replace him. Not that he could ever truly be replaced, but right. um, yeah. I'm the type of person who shows off other people's pet 
photos like they're my own. <laughs> so awesome. I had a I had a cat pass away last year. His name was Garbage, oh. and we uh, we actually Garbage. cremated. So I have I have a little urn, a little kitty size urn with him. Aww. Yeah. yeah. Nice embroidered box. Mm-hmm. And he has a placard, and the placard says garbage. So at the end of the day, that's <laughs> that. So affectionate. Aw. I, I, I had a friend in lower school, or middle school, uh, who had her guinea pig cremated. And I went over to her house, and she was like, hey, I have something really cool. Do you want to see it? <laughs> so she opens this box. I didn't know she had the guinea pig cremated. And it's a box of sand. And she's like, go ahead, touch it. And I was like, why? And she's like, it's really soft. It's just sand. And so I was like, okay. And so I put my finger in it and she's like, see, feel it. Isn't it soft? And I was like, I guess. And then she broke the news to me that I had just touched her cremated guinea pig. That was the last time I went over to her house, by the way. (laughs) I still have uh, my, my old house. Uh, my best friend's dad actually lives there now, and every time I go, uh, when she's in town, I go over there, and <laughs> we have the the kitty graveyard, <laughs> and I always have to go pay my respects to my 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 dead cats. <laughs> yeah, they're they're a part of you. It's you know they are yeah. Any more depressing topics we can talk about? Oh, well, no, I will again. I'm still single. Uh, there's <laughs> a lot more I can go on about with the, uh, the internet trolls. That's been a good anybody have uh, cancer? Uh, internet fame. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we, Apparently, I'm an overactor. Oh, <laughs> no, you're just No, me. you're so good. Me. You're so good. Don't Never. change a thing. No, no, yeah. It's, it's you're great. brilliant well thank Amy, you thank you so much for being a part of blue the bulge oh, i know you, you had to go and to I the, thank you guys so much for, uh, for having me on this i'd um, love to have guys, you back one time uh, again. i would love that yeah. i've had a lot of people reach out to me in the last few weeks and a lot of oh, yeah? them have been kind of creepy and you guys weren't so oh, no. <laughs> thank you <laughs> we'll try better next time We'll try better next. <laughs> yeah. This is just how we draw you in, and then right. it's a bait and switch here. Right. Well, Amy, before you go, if you could. Next time you'll be falling asleep on our penis. So. Oh. <laughs> and it comes out. Yeah, here there we go. There, there it is. There it you have to have one creep come out. But right before you go, Amy, if you could do a little promo for us, let us know who you are. Throughout your claim the fame, you know, your viral videos, whatever, bumble bums. And then let us know you're on below the belt and then whatever you want at the end. Oh, boy. Uh, well, hello, everyone. My name is Amy Lejoie, a recent Internet sensation, pissing off one uh, film department at a time. Uh, you could find me at Amy Lejoie on all social media platforms. I also have a web series called The Bumble Bums, where you can see my own dating fails on screen and i want to thank below the belt show for having me and check them out wherever they are available yes awesome awesome yes amy you are brilliant and uh, thanks for being a part of the show well thank you guys and and, then i hope the rest of the podcast is uh just as exciting (laughs) it won't be looking forward to listening to it (laughs) thanks amy have a good night see you you too thank you Bye. bye All right, that was Amy Lejoie, guys. She's doing a lot of fun. She's a lot of fun. All right. So I think this is a good time to take Chachi's classic cuts. We can.
Yeah, so Chachi, take it away. Where my dog's at. It is time for King Chachi's classic cuts. Holla at your boy. Chachi's. That's right, it's Chachi's classic cut back once again. It's been it's been hot this summer, hasn't it? Like especially it's recently. Pretty hot. pretty hot. I mean, is like, even if you're indoors, it's walking like to the mailbox or whatever, is this hot as hell? So I wanted yes. to um, pick a song that could tie that in together. And this song is from the group called The Power Station which was okay. a group back in the 80s. Actually, it was a super group, which um, had, like, Robert Palmer, if you remember him from, like, um, like Simply Irresistible and um, Addicted to oh, Love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then it had a drummer from the band um, Chic, which was, like, like a 70s um, like disco band. And it had, like, two people from Duran Duran, John Taylor and Andy Taylor, you know, who did um, bass and regular guitar from Duran Duran. So it was a super group, and they did this song, Some Like It Hot, which was back in 1985. 1985. So, here it is by the group The Power Station. All right, we'll be well, back after the classic cut. Available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and below the belt show.com. So that was the classic cut, Chach. It I'm is, looking hot. I don't know if I do. <laughs> Bro, it was so effing hot last weekend, dude. Yeah. I mean, it feels really hotter cool. here than Myrtle Beach. I this really cool place called Art Tech House in DC. It's kind of like where art meets technology. And you know, I thought it was just cool to hear that there's actually some museum type places open with COVID, you know, rules in place with social distancing and limiting capacity. Um, and I think only because it's a smaller so-called attraction 
that they they were able to open. Um, and then after that, uh, yes, sitting outside uh, at the DC Wharf, literally melting because I'm right from the island, so I already melt a, a sweat a lot as it is. Um, <laughs> but to add a hundred and and three degree temperature with all the humidity, man, I was not. Yeah, that was not that was not a pleasurable pleasurable uh dealing with uh that kind of heat for sure but uh well we and, filmed over the weekend and nick's yes, truck how... broke down three times because oh. of the heat yeah oh, yikes but we made it it was not, it was okay it overheated truck. while we were filming not nick, what not, not big nick's truck sorry my husband's <laughs> nick yes <laughs> <laughs> But it was like crazy. Yeah, me and Nick hot. were having lots of sex, and um, it's all like, what? Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. Just like that. That's the yes. next background. All right. <laughs> so let's go back to where we left yeah. off with Holly. <laughs> I felt jealous. You guys had cool backgrounds, so I needed to make a, a cool background myself. Yeah, right? Okay. All right, so where we left off, now we're moving on to Disney Plus stuff, guys. Um, Disney Plus uh, has a pair of animated TV movies based on the Miraculous franchise. I'm not familiar with this, but one is called Miraculous World New York Un- United Heroes. From the, other one, the other one's called Miraculous World Shanghai Lady Dragon. Um, though they have been uh, acquired uh, for a Disney Plus, so look out for those. Um, it actually uh, has a presence on YouTube right now and has 15 billion views. 15 billion? That's 15 insane. billion views? The, the Miraculous has garnered more than 15 billion views on YouTube. Oh, uh, okay. I thought that was like one video. But okay, that yeah, yeah. I think that's the whole series that collectively oh, okay. add up all the millions say, yeah. and millions. That's still a lot. That is still a lot. The worst part uh-huh. is 15 billion episodes. That's the worst part about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's be it called again? Long. The Miraculous what? Uh, it was called, it's called the, it's part of the Miraculous franchise. Um, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, right. I wasn't familiar with it either, but um, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so on Marvel, um, on Disney Plus, we have the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. So the production shut down in March um, as, as soon as the right. pandemic. Hit so it will not make its August a premiere, sadly. Um, but um, hopefully, um, you know, it will be released sometime in 2021. Um, as um, I know, they're slowly starting to um, to resume production because it's in Europe, mm. and Europe has gotten a lot better than the U.S. As you know, they I think mm. they followed the mask rule a little better than us. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of European. Um, productions have resumed already um so yeah and that's a good news because you know even if it's an american television series like falcon winter soldier if it's shot in europe it won't delay us seeing it here in the u.s we'll still get to see it so that's yeah yeah um so i beyond... do kind of feel like i'm sorry to interrupt no, i do no, kind no. of feel like shouldn't we have like a ton of animated movies being made this year I yeah, feel like this is the thinking. appropriate time because it, it all can be done at home. That's that's. I was why just I, thinking about that. That was a random I, fucking thought. I'm sorry. No, Continue, it's not, sir. It's, well, it's not random because there is a lot of <laughs> there's an influx of animated. Um, yeah, projects. I mean, like 
Remember next year, talking. like no movies are going to come out because right. nothing was filmed this year. Mm-hmm. Animation, people can do well, voice. Except for the movies that are supposed to be come out this year, will come out next exactly. year. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so I didn't know about this, but Beyonce and Disney are teaming up for her take on The Lion King. Called mm-hmm. Black, Black is King. I don't know if you heard about this. It's a a cast of all black actors, artists, and filmmakers. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I guess it's um, a, a musical remake of The Lion King, but um, but you know, I guess with some Beyonce style thrown thrown in. So um, a lot but, of um, a lot of people in the African American community are actually really upset about it. Because yeah. she, um, yeah, I just, uh, I heard that there was backlash at the fact that she's not helping the world see the African continent and the countries within it as modern. And a lot oh. of the parts of Africa are modern. She's sort of channeling the stereotypical old world view of Africa. Um, and so there's been a lot of backlash about it. So the intent is good, obviously. But as usual, some people have found um, issue with it. So I don't know if they're going to change it because of that. But isn't it based on The Lion King? I mean, I don't think The Lion King is going to be walking through a mall. I don't know. That's just what I heard. Yeah, Yeah, no. That's that's completely fair fair assessment. If I go to Disney, they'll probably back down and change everything. Oh, boy. Yeah, they just might. They might. Hulu News. So the... (laughs) Oh my gosh, they're gonna they're doing an alternative history um, project called Rodham. It's in a world where Hillary Rodham Clinton never married Bill Clinton. So oh that's her maiden name, Rodham. Mm. Um, so she's story, a she's a she's a janitor. <laughs> a story of an ambitious young woman uh, developing her extra extraordinary mind in the latter part of the 20th century. So. Not only is did you, it did you say extraordinary mind? Um, well, <laughs> extraordinary. Well, I'm reading verbatim here, but yeah. No, but and this is this is of course the the time period where she wasn't involved with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> her and her husband. Well, obviously, it's a yeah. alternative alternative uh, revisionist uh, alternative look. reality. Yeah. Yeah. So. What do you, as a history buff, Vanessa? What do you think of revisionist history things like this? I think it's really interesting. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of books. I think Harry Turtledove does a lot of like revisionist history stuff because you, you don't know. Um, But I think it's also difficult to pinpoint because there's that idea of the butterfly effect where even if you change one thing, it could change everything. But I I think it's really interesting. I I do. Um, The man in the high castle, I thought was a really Uh, interesting thing, a bit slow, but the idea was really cool. Uh, Terrifying, but cool. (laughs) It's so terrifying. Yeah. It's it's, as if Japan had won world war two, correct? The Nazis. Well, Nazis Nazis and Japan. Japan, Right. Right. And they they split the country in half, the United States. Right. Right. Yeah. Japan got everything west of the Rockies, and Germany got everything east of the Rockies. Yeah. Right. I recently watched a, a DC animated film called Red Sun, and it's about an alternate reality where Superman landed in Russia I saw that. in the 1940s instead yeah. of West. Oh, wow. It's a pretty interesting twist. It's actually wow. It was actually pretty cool. What's would, that called, The Red Sun? 
I believe it's like, yeah, Red Sun, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah and it's oh, like wow. um, Lex Luthor is kind of like the hero from the United States trying to fight yeah. this communist alien, which is Superman. And, Oh, yeah, wow. it's pretty. It's pretty. It's cool. a pretty cool twist. I'd recommend That's it. That's cool. That, did you okay. definitely do like a? I mean, DC does all this kind of shit all the time. Yeah. They yeah. Make a movie based on that kind of like an alternate um, oh, universe. Alternate reality. Yeah. Didn't they do? Um, well, I didn't know if this one's affiliated with DC, but remember Brightburn? Um, the mm-hmm. like if Superman yeah. was evil. Yeah. I don't think Superman. it was. A, yeah, but they didn't say Superman by name, but I don't no, know. No, that was it's not Superman. That was, but it's like, yeah. that was James Gunn. That was one of James Gunn's like pet projects. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, ooh, man, yeah, that that's a scary reality. <laughs> Had Superman uh, become evil instead of uh, the superhero. Uh, uh, Tell me if he's really evil in there. Would you say he was evil in that? In Red Sun? No, he wasn't evil. He was just Russian. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, a okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he, he, was wasn't, a he, wasn't, he wasn't evil. He was a communist. There's a difference. He's kind of he's kind of struggling with what they were um, doing over in Russia, but yeah. um, uh, he still had the yeah. whole background. There's a there's a bit know, of a history lesson, which is still propaganda cool. and stuff. Yeah. You know? All right. Um, yeah. Also on Hulu, Elizabeth Moss will be <laughs> developing and producing her own content. I mean, she's already the star of Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. um, but now she'll be launching her own. Um, anthology series called black match okay so she also produce and star um it's a neo-noir thriller set in modern modern day los angeles um not much other than that um as far as the plot but uh okay elizabeth moss seems to be good for you lizzie moth getting that getting that work in getting a cheddar right yeah Mm -hmm. there's a lot of content coming out like even with the uh, pandemic i mean it's gonna be hard for a lot of these, because um, everybody's at home writing shit, they got nothing else to do. Yeah, but it's gonna be hard for them to get viewers with all these different stuff coming out, you know, and all yeah, that, that, so that, many different platforms. So mm-hmm. many guys, so yep. many. There's a saturation. HB- HBO Max is the newest platform, as you know. A lot more yeah. content for that, <clears throat> which is HBO and HBO Max, because HBO Max will have everything that, that comes out on HBO plus more. What's the um, difference between <laughs> HBO Now and HBO Max? Okay, so H there's HBO Go, HBO Now, and HBO Max. So yeah, what's the difference between <laughs> right, all three yeah. of them? Okay, so HBO Go is um, for people that do not typically descri- uh, subscribe to HBO or have a cable package. HBO right. Now are for those that have cable and HBO existing subscription, but they can go watch that on demand anytime they want. Right. Okay. HBO Max is all that stuff. Plus a lot of Warner Brothers content, a lot of other new stuff. Gotcha. So okay. yeah, I remember reading that article, so I know that. Yeah. Seen I am confused. Now there's three HBOs. Yeah. yeah. Also on HBO, Jude Law has a new um, limited series called The Third Day. It'll be starring with Naomi Harris. Um, yeah. Only six episodes for this. Okay. Um, Very limited. It was funny limited. how it used to be. Like back in the day, like if you were like a big movie actor and you went and did a TV series, it was kind of like it was like a step down for you. Yeah. But not anymore. Mm-hmm. Like now, the not, same people are just like. Not like what? I can names. make fifty million dollars on Netflix. Okay. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yes. The exactly. whole stigma is gone now. Yep. You're absolutely right. And um, another big uh, actor is Matthew Reese, although he was a, mostly a television actor with the Americans. Um, but he um, is a part of Perry Mason HBO and was just renewed for a second season. Mm. So, so on Queeby, another um, platform I'm sure no one here has subscribed to yet, no. but uh, they're trying desperately to get 
um, subscribers, but uh, Sam Jackson and Ryan Reynolds are doing a show on Quibi. Um, and it's called Fava Mucka. And if you switch <laughs> the M and the F around. See, I don't know if they're just saying it to be clean for this article or not. Nah, it really probably is a play That's on words. Yeah, Fava Mucka, where we'll see Sam Jackson play Reynolds' primary caregiver. Um, So, you know, Queeb is all about short-form content. So it's a lot of, similar to Amy LeJoie's web series, you'll get um, episodes maybe 15 minutes or less. Um, And I think that's the the theme of Queeb. I googled Father Mucka, nothing came up. Uh, motherfucker, nothing coming up? No, father, oh. father mucker. Uh, well, I think it's father with an A. Yeah, father. Oh, father, okay. Uh, yeah. Father, right. yeah. You know, it's it's it's. You're allowed to say that there's an A at the end, not an ER at the end. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm just kidding. Don't say. Is either. it father, you know father mucker? Yep. So, father mucker. No let me see. Um. Yeah. It is father mucker. Yeah. Yeah, you're father mucker. I'm cleaving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Interesting. Big Nick, you mentioned more animated things and projects, but yes, um, Sci-Fi has a an animated series with John Cena and Kat Dennings called Dallas and Robo. All right, cool. Yeah. Okay. So it's a space trucking comedy following the misadventures of a foul-mouthed ex-stock card racer and her ass-kicking artificially intelligent good buddy Robo. So, okay. yeah. That sounds cool. That's another fun one. I'll give I'll give animation adult animation a chance. Sure. Yeah. Did you guys Bond? ever Did you guys ever watch the one? Harley Quinn uh, animated show? I want to see that. Yes. It's that's gonna That's gonna be available on HBO Max. Um, Is that how you're they, watching it? Are you watching uh, on HBO Max? No. No, I got it on a Plex account. Allegedly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I will tell you, it is 100. percent like all three of you will enjoy it. It's okay. Yeah. So they basically take the movie that didn't do that great. But I love they, it. I love it. It's Margot Robbie. And, Come on guys. And, <laughs> yeah, and they, they just took it and just took off with it. And it's really fucking good. Yeah. And it's, Kaylee Cuoco is providing the voice. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they, they have a a list cast too. Like a bunch of big names are attached to it. So, anyways, that's my, that's my plug for the night. Continue. No, no, no. Of course. I mean, because you. <laughs> no, better... that's great to know. Yeah. There's so much more animated stuff, man. It yeah. seems like no, a lot I... of animated stuff are being released. Um, yeah, I watched that series in one night. That's how good it is. Wow. In one night, Nick, you watched that? Holy I watched. Smokes. I watched all of it. So that should wow. be a testament. Go watch it. Continue, sir. Oh no! Yeah, all good. All good in the hood, man. Um. So another <laughs> another one is. On Fox? Wait, Randy Jackson now? Yeah, right? <laughs> it's an animated comedy series by the one and only Vince Vaughn. Um, and it's called um, F is the F is the family? No, no, sorry. That's, an, that's another show. I guess this one's untitled. Okay. So it's okay. an untitled animated comedy series in the works at Fox. Um and um, should it go to series, it will be the second animated series that the Wild West Picture Show has produced. And they also produce F is for Family on Netflix. So there you go. Oh, okay. Um, Amazon, they want to do animated stuff too. Put all the animated stuff together. Um, 
It's based <laughs> yeah, based on Robert Kirkman, the creator of Walking Dead's mm-hmm. uh, comic book series Invincible, with the same name. Stars Zachary Quinto and Kari Payton, who plays Ezekiel in Walking Dead. Um, um, they're added to a cast that already is, um, wow, includes a huge list of, of actors. Also, um, Stephen Yoon, who was Glenn in Walking Dead. Mark Hamill is going to be voicing his talents on this. Cool. Seth awesome. Rogen, Zazie Beetz, Jillian Jacobs. Wow, quite a few. And um, I hope this is true, Chachi, the article I sent you that Walking Dead, even though they lost to Michonne, Denai Guerrero, for season, the upcoming season 11, supposedly she's coming back for season 12 as a series regular, which kind of makes me think that season 12 will be the final season. I, I can't imagine they wouldn't want to bring her back for something that's of significance. Um, but again, this is just an article. I'm not sure how reputable this news source is, but um, if it's true, I think it's it's a great idea. Why not? You know, I think after season 12, because we're going to season 11, that I think that's good. I mean, you're you're going at the same timeline and the same at the same pace as the uh, comic book. Yeah. Because the comic book actually ended, um, and they're pretty much at the final story arc. You know, so. I have a, you know, we'll we'll see, but They're I saying think they could go on for 20 years. Remember they said that um, last originally year. Originally they did, but I think yeah. now they can do the movies. They can focus on the two spin-off shows. Yeah. Um, although Fear the Walking Dead, they can, but the other spin-off show World Beyond Was has already it has already been yeah, already been scheduled for only two seasons. So Have they filmed this upcoming season already or is it on no, no, none of season eleven has been has been shot. Damn, yet. that sucks. Because that season you know, 11. yeah. Luckily, however, we will, from what I know, we will see World Beyond because all that has has wrapped. That was in Richmond, Virginia. I got to work on set one day, and also um, Fear the Walking Dead. I think they shot the first half before the pandemic mm. hit. So. They could probably release that a few sucks. episodes of Fear. Yeah, I know. Normally, you and I are at the New York Comic Con watching the um, oh, sneak, I know. sneak peek of the um, you know, the first episode of the season yep. before it's shown. We yeah. don't even know if the New York Comic Con's happening. They haven't announced it. They won't. Happen. It won't it's happen. Not gonna it's not going to happen. There's no way. Yeah, they're canceling a... San Diego. They're going to cancel New York. Yeah, especially with the two-week quarantine stuff they're doing now. Like it's... Yeah, it's not yeah I mean, I'd like to say it's still three months away. Maybe things could change, but... <sighs> But well, that's what they said back in March. Yeah. Yes, that is a very, very. And we'll take a vaccine, right and even then, like that, we pushing it with the timetable. Yeah. You got to schedule all that shit, and people got to fly in. Like celebrities got to fly in. Like it's, it's too much. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. And that place is packed too. You know how packed that place gets when we go. There's yeah. no way. Like you oh, would. Yeah. You could smell everybody's bo. That's yes. <laughs> That's right. Some of these comic book geek guys I mean that's the only time they come out of their cave is when they're going to Comic Con. Yeah, seriously, they have some of the these kids have the worst hygiene. Yeah, right about that. I mean, if you have body odor that you you can smell up your nostrils, you can have COVID molecules going up to your nostrils. Um, if you're a fan of uh, Briar Patch on USA Network, which and who's are, not really, really who's not? Yeah, if <laughs> Rosario Dawson, which we love, we love her. We do love her. Um, 
it's been canceled after only one season. So I that's kind of, yeah, yeah. USA, you know, it's just hard to get a show going on, on the Is USA. That about Rare Rabbit from Song of the South. Oh, that's Vanessa. You're petting your dog. That's what's happening. Oh yes, he's uh, <laughs> he's right there. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're very restless because hey. Nick, my husband, isn't home. Ah. So he turned into me for oh, <laughs> attention, okay. and he just drooled on me. Hey, Vanessa, oh, where's your oh, shit to? Oh, Pickett is right yes. there. Yay! Oh, 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 oh. And Juju is somewhere. So yeah. She, I love Sheet Tzu. They're adorable. Yeah, they're they're very sweet. So sorry. It's okay. No, you don't have to apologize. I just saw you doing this, and I was wondering what was happening. Yes. <laughs> my arm exercises. Yes. Gotta work the triceps. Work the triceps. Yeah. You did. Oh man, more Stephen King projects on this time on the CW network. Okay. It's actually a Stephen King short story called The Revelations of Becca Paulson. And they're developing this for CW. CW is all about sci-fi comic book stuff yeah now, it, they should just rebrand i mean that's and beautiful people yeah yeah i think they go over looks over acting ability right <laughs> <laughs> i i will never be on the cw <laughs> you're a handsome nick. that's a man nick come on you're now. not ugly oh, that's a compliment you're not ugly you're, you're not hideous, Nick. Come on. <laughs> not what I meant. Did, did anybody know that Grey's Anatomy is still on the air? That's, that's amazing. Guys, it's terrible. It 17, is terrible. Why is it it's 17 seasons, writing, guys? The writing. God. Why don't they just wrap it up? I, I mean, what totally else can they agree. write about after 17 episodes? The pandemic. The it's, pandemic. So, it's so bad. Yep, so the executive producer said that they're going to tackle the pandemic for the next upcoming season, yeah. Um, so the doctors come in, and we're the first people they're talking to about these types of experiences they're having, and they're literally shaking, trying not to cry, blah, blah, blah. Um, as it's going to its 17th season, um, they will be touching upon the pandemic, which, okay, you know, I mean, it's, it, it is real life. Yeah. And I guess people, love. people love the people, people love the real life. Watch about yeah. misery that they're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so is McDreamy or McSteamy on there still? No. Um, uh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Vanessa, I know you. You still tune in? Well, I I, do, I don't watch it each week. I wait until the season ended or okay. ends, and oh, then okay. I and then I watch it. And two seasons ago, it was just bad. It literally, and I'm not that particular about the show because it's kind of fluffy anyway but the writing yeah. was bad the acting the first few episodes were just terrible uh, they just gave up i think they're they just totally because they gave up but they but because they get they have their hardcore viewers and fans yeah yeah Welcome they, that cash cow keep it, keep yeah it going yeah 17 years that's a, unbelievable that is I mean, I that's a career somebody has had their like if somebody has stayed there that's like their entire career yeah, that's if somebody fine. was a doctor, that's a whole doctor career. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Law and Order SVU was over 20 seasons, I believe. Is anybody still on there from the um, original seasons? 
As far as Grey's Anatomy is concerned? Yeah. Ellen Pompeo. Uh, <laughs> I think Ellen Pompeo, Bailey, the chief, oh. Alex Karev just got, just left. He just okay. up and left, I guess, in January. And I think, I think that's it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. As long as Ellen wants to do it. I mean, they can live up the residuals of that show forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think she, in an interview, Ellen Pompeo, who plays Gray, uh, Meredith Gray, I think she said at one point she had to decide whether or not she wanted to branch off and do other things or accept that this was her one and only role, like what you said, Nick. And (laughs) she decided that was what it was going to be. I think she did it. Not only for herself, but also because if she left, the show was over. Yeah. So she decided to stay. But th- that's oh. exactly right. Like, it's her life now. It's it's what she do- does. Mm-hmm. How many <laughs> episodes know? have there been, I wonder? 17 uh, times episodes? 20, right? <laughs> uh, 363 episodes so far. Woo! Wow. wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Chachi, you were a fan early on, right? Yeah, like... um. <laughs> My ex to watch this. So I'd watch it. Uh, okay. But yeah. I stopped. I mean, after I think season two, I think. Or oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one with so ba- so the one? back in like 2004 is when. Yeah, what's the season with Negan on it? Negan? Yeah, oh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dean, Dean Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan was on it, so that was probably 17. He was a patient. Remember, he died. Oh God! Wow. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> well, a show that's gone like 17 years season. ago. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> And the last TV news I have is that uh, Don, Don Johnson and Chris Redd have joined the cast of Keenan Thompson's sitcom on NBC, um, which stars um, Saturday Night Live's Keenan Thompson. And he's actually staying on Saturday Night Live and doing a sitcom called The Keenan Show. So you got to cool. appreciate the hustle. Homeboys keep him busy. Yeah, you got to appreciate yeah. the hustle. Good for him. Both. Get, that, and, get that cheddar, Keenan. Yep. Saturday Night Live's actually, uh, they're trying to return to um the studio this fall with no audience oh, that's good with no audience initially yeah but you know they feel yeah. they can bring bring them to a controlled environment um i bet if they brought if they like instead of bringing a full audience like one at one person gets like 10 seats so there's like eight people in the audience then it counts as a live stream. It's a, yeah like i went on a tour that last year and it's a small studio like it's really yeah it's it so is. Smaller. Yeah, it's so much smaller than you think it's going to be from watching it on TV. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. Production That's quality. How supermarket uh, sweep is, by the way. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Right. But Nick and I have been watching like the '90s versions of Supermarket Sweep. And Nick, you have really? My husband, yes. And oh. just so sweet. <laughs> it's the it's Nick so thing boring. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My husband Nick mm-hmm. pointed out in the intro that there's actually mirrors on either side of the audience. Oh. Uh, so. Oh. So it makes them look bigger. Yeah, oh, it's super small. Things. What a lie. Oh, Terrible. Is that a real supermarket? It is, but you know, we did our little research because I love to sleuth on stuff. Yeah. And the food is not re- um, refrigerated, but it's all real. Yeah. So yeah. for months, the meat just rots. And they just <laughs> reuse the same meat over and over. Really? And, over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and they pre-select oh, the people, which you can tell. They're not excited when they get chosen. But they pre-select everybody. It's it's a sham. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. What is that so on? Huh? What's that on? The old Netflix. episode? Netflix. It is? Okay. And they're oh, bringing God. it back. 
it's coming back for next year, I think. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's going to be funny seeing the old prices is like, you know, a box of cereal for like a dollar fifty or something. Like, yeah. You know, 90s prices. Surprised. It wasn't that different. Was At least on the products that they were showing, I didn't think so. Not drastically, not like, you know, the 50s compared to yeah. now. So. Yeah. <laughs> So for SAG-AFTRA members, you had to vote today on the new um, TV and film contract. I'm not going to disclose my vote here on the show, but Vanessa, did you vote? Did you get a chance to vote? No. Oh, okay. You didn't get to. <laughs> I didn't even know I was supposed to. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I missed that one. Yeah, but there's a, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of actors and a lot of background actors are uh, are opposed to the new contract, but mostly the. Um, the celebrities are concerned with the um, the productions uh, for nudity and simulated sex scenes. Okay. Um, apparently, the new contract doesn't protect enough. Oh. So you know, Elon, like no no condoms. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. Well, Eva Longoria said she said she's voting no. She says that they are assuming we're dumb actors that do not read fine print. Um. Basically, um, it it states that all actors have a nudity rider available for the review at least 48 hours notice. Okay. Um, Also, the contract says will prevent actors from using personal recording devices during auditions or when filming intimate scenes. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know actors actually snuck their own personal filming devices when shooting those kind of scenes yeah, that's kind of weird yeah that must have been an issue in the past if they uh that sounds like a like a weinstein thing like a, yeah like that pre, does sound yeah, like a weinstein. Pre, me too and yeah. eva said the contract does not do enough to protect actors it's she says it's like here's a robe you'll be fine so yeah. they're not Put on the sock, sock and get in front of the camera i mean what more can they do i mean shoot um but besides so like Game we, of Thrones, when have you seen nudity like in the last like five years? It's like not much at all. Um, there's, 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 there's some in shows. Movies, yeah, you don't see much in movies anymore. Like, in, like, back in like yeah, the 80s movies and whatever, like there'd be like a, a topless girl like yeah, in every scene. Yeah. Well, like, you, like back in the good old well, days. Well, like, those are the ones that are in theater, Chach. A lot of the adult yeah. content movies go straight to Netflix. Okay. Go check out Blue is the Warmest Color or um, Nymphomaniac. What about that? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> They're both on that's Netflix. A little, that's a little right. on the nose, though. That other one's a little on the nose. Oh, yes, you saw, yes. saw one of them? Hmm? Which one did you see? Nymphomaniac. <laughs> a little on the nose. It is on the nose. <laughs> well, they use. So that was technically X rated because they use actual porn actors for the sex scenes. Yeah. Oh, wow. So Shia LaBeouf was in it. And I never, I haven't actually seen it. Don't they show penetration in? Yes. Yeah. So it's either the porn yeah. actors or they use a prosthetic. Right. On Netflix? Uh, it's on Netflix. All right. Wow. I have a quick question. So how did it get worse? Because hashtag me too. Like I'm shocked that they would actually make it less protective, but I, yeah, I don't exactly. even know what the rules were. Well, um, so basically, I guess you're saying if all they're saying, here's a robe, you'll be fine, they have to do more. But it looks like, from what I'm reading, the, the nudity rider sounds good. So it's details about the intimate scenes, a robe that they can use. Um, I, I mean, what else? What else? Um, 
She says there's not enough key health and safety measures. Okay. Maybe, maybe they want um, the actors to be tested for COVID or other infectious yeah. disease. Maybe. I, I don't. Yeah, she didn't really. Um, Especially you know, calling, specific... calling it a writer, I think, is, is a little um, insensitive, don't you? Well, yeah, it could be taken one or two ways, but mm. but you're familiar with the the writer with the the artists that have the concert. I am, I am, I am. Yeah, yeah but I I get what you're saying. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So your boy Corey Feldman's got a little heat uh, from SAG-AFTRA. He was on the national board um, for the sexual harassment committee because he had experienced sexual assault and and harassment as a child actor. Mm-hmm. But now he has, his, yeah, yeah. So now he has his own allegations against them, and because of that, the the L.A. president Patricia Richardson uh, decided to remove uh, Corey from the sexual harassment committee. Um, but he's still part of the overarching aspect of SAG, correct? I, I think he, they're not going to revoke his membership, but I don't. But think, he doesn't hold any other positions. He's yeah. just on that committee. I, I think he was just on that committee for sexual harassment. And I, okay. they thought he would be a good representative of somebody that had personally dealt with that trauma. But now that women are allegedly accusing him now as an adult for sexual assault, then, ah, you know, I mean, we've had a lot of like, it's interesting because the Me Too news kind of slowed down for a long time. And now it starts starting to pick up again. It's like now, are these stuff. old allegations? That's a good question. I don't know when the allegations happen. It seems kind of fishy to me that he's going out trying to expose these um, child molesters, and now he's getting allegations. I don't know. But I don't know anything about the allegations that are against him. Mm. Yeah. Well. But I mean, he 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 did accuse um, what's his face? Nothing happened. Um, Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Yeah, nothing happened. Absolutely happens, nothing happened at all. Like, nothing that, happened. No, nothing further happened. Didn't he accuse yeah. him right, right during the whole start of um, COVID-19, which was horrible timing? You're right, because that was our last guest in studio, I think. Yeah. Was, uh, was Sam, one of our last guests was uh, Sammy. Um, Sammy in, yeah. Sweet, Sweetheart, the um, publicist of Corey, yeah. Um, well, I yeah. Think, can, I just, can I just mention something? Um, without going into a lot of detail, I do know that SAG... Um, if it's an elected official, will not remove that person because they're elected. They're not an employee of SAG. So uh-huh. if there is, mm-hmm, if there is any kind of allegation against them, SAG won't uh, take point on that because they, if that person is elected, they're also a member, and as mm. the union, their their purpose is to protect all members, no matter right. what. It's mm. up to the police and the law to take care of it is how I came to understand it and how I was told specifically. Okay. So that's why I asked about the committee thing, because him being removed from the committee doesn't necessarily mean much of anything. It could just be to save her face. But, um, you know, if he's not involved in anything else, then, yeah, OK. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, still a lot of uh, unanswered questions on that. Um, Corey hasn't made an official um, statement, has he? I don't think he has regarding this. So I guess he's he's mum on the situation as it stands right now. Um, I'm sure if Corey me, I'm sure he'll say he'll say <laughs> something about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> he's never one to like hold back. Yeah, um, and other celebrities getting in. 
uh, causing a controversy. Well, this is not that bad. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of cancel cu- culture type of news um, last month or so, but it, it was a little quiet this week. Um, Thank God. But, yeah, I know, because it was, it was all over the place uh, for a while. Um, the only really thing I have is that an actress named Angelica Washington, who's, who's on Stargirl on CW, which is the new um, another superhero show on CW, uh, talked about uh, an, another project she worked on. Didn't name the show that she worked on, but you can kind of figure it out based on the timing. They gave she's an African American actress. They gave her a white stunt double in blackface. Oh no! Yeah, so they <laughs> she so he actually um she expressed her concern at the time on set. She pr- she pulled over one of the producers and asked, "Why isn't my stunt double black like me? Isn't that the point of a double?" The producer said, sure, but we couldn't find a black stunt double in L.A. Um, Los Angeles doesn't have many black stunt performers. I don't know if that's necessarily true or not. And then I the producer said, how true that is. And the producer said after that, which is, wow, this is, I couldn't believe. But aren't you happy to be working? Oh, boy. Wow. That's inappropriate. Can you believe For that? Sure. So... Angelica actually posted the photo of her next to her st- stunt double in the blackface. Oh, boy. Um, and she's, um, yeah, she said, started to question herself and felt powerless, voiceless, and somehow ungrateful. Um, yeah, that that's... Uh, Those are some yeah. practices that have to go away now. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you have, just... I mean stunt doubles, I know you're sometimes you're not going to find a perfect match, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel that's... They could have done a lot better with that situation for sure. I'm sure uh, they could have found an African American stunt double for sure. They absolutely could have. I mean, yeah. if you can't, it's a different conversation that she should have been involved with. But um, I feel like they didn't do enough for sure. Yeah, yeah, certain, certainly true, true there. Um, and um, I guess we have some rest in peace um, announcements, um, as we always like to pay our respects for those who have passed away, include Congressman John Lewis, um, mm-hmm. civil rights movement activist, mm-hmm. passed away at the age of 80. Yes, he di- dies at the age of 80 due to pancreatic cancer. Damn. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know you didn't know that, Chachi. Yeah. Probably, um, probably away. Yeah, you stayed away from the news during uh, your break in South yeah. Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Haruma Miura, Japanese actor known for his role in Attack on Titan. He was only 30 years old. Um, and it was believed he died by suicide, but it actually was not confirmed yet. So sad. So sad. Annie Ross, legendary jazz singer, um, passed away at the age of 89. Phyllis Somerville, actress of film, television, and Broadway. Um, she was recently in Mayor of Easttown, which actually shot uh, here in uh, Philadelphia, not too far from here. Um, so she was constantly working. She passed away at the age of 76. Galen Gorg, known for her role in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Robocop 2, passed away at the age of 55. Um, wow, that's really sad. Um, I think she played a love interest of uh, Will Smith on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, in one of the uh, episodes. Uh, Tony Elliott, uh, founder of Time Out, passed away at the age of 73. 
Um, Deja Riley, a uh, producer on Good Morning America, passed away at the age of 35. Um, she worked closely with Michael Strahan. Uh, a cause of death was not revealed. Um, COVID. Yeah, it could be COVID, but why not? Why not mention it? Because I think it really brings awareness to uh, to it, right? It might have. If they didn't mention it, then it was probably like autoerotic asphyxiation or something terrible like that. Who knows? Jesus. <laughs> there was a celebrity that died of COVID. It's uh, Moon Yin Lee, a South African casting director, an agent mm. who cast for uh, Mandela Long Walk to Freedom, Blood Diamond, Hotel Rwanda. Oh, wow. Mm. Recently, uh, Pitch Perfect's uh, Anna Camp, who's a sweetheart, I got to hang out with her in Atlanta after filming Pitch Perfect 3 at this really awesome bowling party. Everyone was cool except for Rebel Wilson. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Yeah, yes, anyway, we know. She's yeah, telling us again about Rebel Wilson. I know. Nonetheless, um, she just admitted she um, tested positive she for coronavirus. And she's urging people to wear masks. She says um, she always wore a mask, used hand sanitizer. She said, one day when the world was starting to open up, I decided to forego wearing my mask one time, and I ended up getting it. She thinks that one time she did not wear the mask is when she got it. Can you believe that? The one single time that she did not. Yes, we can believe it. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, you know, that's that's like, uh, that's a crapshoot. You know, she's always so protective, but that one time she decides not to wear it. Well, they say it's much more prevalent. They've said that since the beginning, almost, uh, that it's much worse than they think. And, you know, you should always act as though it's worse than it is, just in case. So it doesn't surprise me. Even Jennifer Aniston shared a friend's photo in an Instagram to encourage people to wear masks and take the coronavirus pandemic seriously. It's a friend of hers named Kevin. I guess, I don't know if he's an industry person or whatever, but he's hooked up to a breathing tube after Damn. being hospitalized for COVID-19. Um, yeah, the, 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 I don't know if you can see this, but it uh, looks pretty uh, Oh yeah. Pretty pretty rough. Rough. yeah. Yep, yep. There he goes. Yeah, yeah it looks, looks pretty bad, man. So, yeah, I have a friend uh, who lives down in Myrtle Beach, and like she told me, like, I didn't see her, but she told me she caught um covid and oh. like is still has it but it's been miserable for three weeks like sick. Oh, is she okay yeah i mean she hasn't been to the hospital or anything but it's been like you know sick just for three weeks straight which i can't even imagine yeah wow wow uh celebrities that are also having health issues include alex trebek as you know he has stage four cancer yeah he had recently said he plans to stop cancer treatment if his current round fails Oh, it sucks. Um, yeah, he said, uh, he talked about his wife asking how he's feeling. He said, I feel like I want to die at one oh. point. Um, it has a 9% survival rate. So, um, well, 9%. But he he's going to make it. He, yeah, well, let's be pop- optimistic, but he did say that he plans on hosting as long as he feels he can. So, um, his contract so- goes to 2022, so. Wow. Oh, okay. Wow, that's good you know that. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he, and he turns 80 later this month. So. Damn. Also, uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, had a resurgence of a cancer. Uh, okay. Although the recent treatments have yielded positive results, um, 
It was due to uh, some gallbladder stones. So, our thoughts, uh, well wishes go out to both Alex Trebek and um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. Sure. Definitely. Sure. Absolutely. Um, newest uh, revelations in the um, Johnny Depp um, court hearing, uh, his libel uh, mm-hmm. trial against the publisher of the Sun newspaper. We talked about some crazy stuff like either a- or either Amber or one of her friends like shat in their bed. Yeah. Uh, one time. So, so is everybody not calling her Amber Turd now? Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard it said Amber Heard. Oh, my God. Yeah. Amber Turd. There it is. Too so, soon. The latest in course is that Amber did not soon enough, not soon enough. But he, mm-hmm. she did say on her 30th birthday that Johnny Depp did beat her up. Okay. So if, if it's indeed true and it can't be libel because it's true, you know, because so, um, she said one day she woke up alone in the house covered in glass and heartbroken. Um, it's, it's really messy the situation with them she said that he was afraid she was going to kill her and that he repeatedly threatened to kill her she was giving evidence on the, mm-hmm. on on uh, uh during the trial um and you know just talked about the history and things like that and um yeah I'm okay. sorry, but That's, she she has lost all credibility with me i can't so I don't totally, believe a word she says anymore you're 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 team Depp on this one. I'm Team Depp. I've I've listened to the recordings. I've seen uh, the 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 trial recordings. Um, it's it, at this point, it, there's so much that she has lied about that's been proven. It's like it, it, I'm sorry, but she she has so lost is, all of her credibility. This is the her. abuse of this is why I call the abuse of the Me Too movement. Although this is this is domestic yeah. and not sexual. Um, you never want to abuse it and, and, and lie, especially under oath. Um, granted, if she, I, I recall those audio recordings and I, I heard them where Amber admits to hitting Johnny, but maybe it's a retaliation of Johnny initially hitting her, right? I mean, he's fully capable of, of being violent towards her. I don't want to exclude that possibility, but right. at this point with, with the pattern that she has shown in her behavior, yeah, it, it, I I don't believe her anymore. Mm-hmm. And well, she also to say, say I don't believe women. Just Amber Turd. I can't fucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and I, I, you know, I met I met her in uh, November of last year. I was no. at the Al- I was at the Albert Room in Hollywood. She was really nice. Uh, we talked. Um, I guess she was on a date with some long-haired musician dude. I talked mm-hmm. to her for a minute. Um, you know, she took the time to say hi, and you know, um, was that before, you, after you beat her? Um, after. <laughs> she never, definitely she, after. Well, she never gave me a reason to want to beat her. Rebel Wilson. <laughs> on the other, Rebel Wilson <laughs> on the other. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta admit, she's she's very beautiful. She's strikingly very very. Oh, she's gorgeous. Like but... you see her, like wow. I mean, I knew right away it was her. And meanwhile, my friend Curtis. Never lie. Me and my friend Curtis, like, oh, that's not her. That's not her. It's like, dude, you don't know me. I have, like, the eye for celebrities. I know yeah, you do. it's celebrity soto, man. Oh, I mean, do. that's yep. where the name comes from. Did and you get a sure picture about, with her? Of course I got a picture with <laughs> her. Exactly. You haven't seen it? You haven't seen it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's a great photo, too. I'm sure. She's got her arm around me and everything. Yeah, she's cool. I'm sure. Yeah. 
But um, that's all the news I have. I mean, I got some WWE stuff, but uh. Oh, that's okay. It, yeah, I get it. No, I do. I do trust you because, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not much on WWE's, but we don't need to. We don't need it. We yeah. can we can forego WWE this week. Um, she don't want to hear that. <laughs> Vanessa was a wrestling fan. Did you know that? She used to be in, in the nineties. I yeah. know. I know. It was when you were in your youth. You were. That's when everybody was a wrestling fan back yeah. then. Back, back, back when it was good. Vanessa, it is your birthday, and uh, hey, it's course. my fucking birthday. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa, you've had a week-long celebration. You, uh, you did some cool history things with your husband. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of history things. Yeah. Um, talk to us about the, that a little bit. You know, we had to really modify this year, like everyone has had to do. And yeah. uh, I told him I was just feeling restless and I needed to get out, so he took me on a historical scavenger hunt around Maryland. Um, Yeah. And so he gave me clues and I had to guess where we were going. And so we went to a fort that was once owned by Nathan Williams, who was a former slave. Oh, wow. Crazy. He owned it during the civil war. It was, it's an amazing story. Yeah. We, uh, we went to, uh, um, I think Maryland's largest Coke bottle, because that has to do with history a little bit. Um, oh. Crab, you know, so uh, it was just, it was really, really nice. Oh, and he also took me to the Appalachian Trail, <laughs> and I had heels on. I was totally dressed up <laughs> for my birthday, and the first stop was the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> in heels, in heels. In heels, yeah. yeah. Chachi is a big, you're a big fan of the history stuff too, Chachi, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. I saw, yeah. we went down to, yeah, we went down to Charleston. For a second, I thought you were going to say, Chachi's a big fan of heels also, aren't you, Chachi? Oh, no, definitely, yes. <laughs> He's got Christian Louboutins, the red bottom. Yeah. But I said, ooh. Besides the um, plantation, we went down to, um, Charleston, um, South Carolina, and like they had like a like a like a slave a slave mart museum, which like, oh, yeah. like says sell the slaves. Are oh, you been there before? No, I haven't, but I know of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty um pretty intense walking through there, and they had like yeah. a bunch of displays talking about what went on, and like right. it's something I never knew. They said that um for the slaves that came over from Africa, like like 50% went down to South America. Like forty-three percent went to the Caribbean, and seven percent went to the United States. Mm-hmm. Which I never knew that. Like, um, you know, like you, from what you hear, it sounds like you know, like ninety percent came to the U.S. But it was right. a, it was a huge evil that went, you know, the whole entire Western Hemisphere, not just the United States, right? Which yeah. um, people tried to like um, portray it as. But mm-hmm. it was, yeah, this is this is devastating. The way people were stacked up in the ships and stuff was like. Hard to see, like you know, um, the slave ships, and like you know, yeah, just reading the different stories from the different slaves was um, pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And actually, speaking of the slave market, um, for my birthday, Nick took me to the Antietam battlefield, and there is a slave block on the corner in Sharpsburg, which is the town near uh, Antietam. And um, that's a place that we've been too many times. And we drove by and it was gone. Someone stole it? No. But my initial reaction was fear, anger. You know, why has this been removed? Because there's no plaque. It's just been left there the whole time. And you just know what it is. And um, so, you know, my initial reaction was to go to social media and be upset and, you know, all that stuff, which, of course, I wouldn't have done. But that was what I wanted (laughs) to do. But I researched it first. And actually what they've done is it was vandalized. 
So oh. it was removed to be restored. Right. And now it's going to be put back, but they're going to try and protect it in some way. So that made me feel a lot better because at first I was devastated. But um, yeah, well. yeah, so. Oh, there's, okay. there's Sprinkles Tales. Sprinkles. Yeah, and I was saying, like, in the museum, I was yeah. saying that even, like, I think it was back in, like, 1807, they actually banned um, the slave trade, um, you know, the international uh, trans transatlantic slave trade at that point, which I, I never knew that it, it was that, you know, early from before the civil war but then you could still like you know get slaves i guess from families or whatever or trade them in the u.s and I, there were yeah there were still ways to do it for sure yeah, some, yeah. People, some people smuggled them still but mm -hmm. like, it was made illegal by the country which i never knew yeah. so i was like going to these different historical places and like just reading the history directly uh, myself because like if you wait for people to tell you or like what you learned in school like you really don't know like half the history mm -hmm. right right yeah. yeah that's really cool Awesome. Thanks for, well, thanks for sharing that. that. That's good stuff. Yeah. Well, we always end with birthdays today. Of course, uh, Vanessa Meadows' birthday was last week, but tonight. <laughs> she's so tonight, happy. Tonight she's, on June twenty second. She's not happy about her birthday because we get older. You're like, oh, my birthday. Uh. <laughs> no, I'm just happy I'm still here. What? Congratulations! You have survived another it's, trip around the sun. It's another exactly. trip around the sun. It's another year above ground. If you think yeah. that's, that's always nice, right? Yeah. This year, that's an accomplishment. Yeah. Amen. Exactly. Yeah. But who has a birthday today? A few celebrities. Chris Christopherson, you know who that is? Oh my Michael. God, he's still alive. Yeah, he's 84 today, guys. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, he is still um, alive. Back here. Actor Michael Lerner. Sounds familiar. He's 79. Um, Meryl Streep, the queen. Oh, wow. <laughs> Meryl Streep is 71. Happy birthday, Meryl. Meryl, all right. Or Meryl. Meryl. Legendary Cindy Lauper, Miss Truth oh. herself. She is 67. She, I think she's still underrated, Cindy Lauper, how great she she's is. Fantastic. Singer. She's singer. I watched a video of her today. She was doing a cover of, uh, I think it was another Brick in the Wall or something. She just sounded amazing. Honestly, True Colors uh, is oh. one of my favorite songs. Not just like in the genre of the 80s, but it's like up there. It's like if I had a list of like one of my favorite songs, yeah. True Colors would be one of my favorites. Did, did you, you Goonies, see her? The Goonies song. What? I was going to say, did I you see her in the, Goonies, in the Goonies Zoom call where she I did. did the song? Yeah. For like two yeah. seconds. It was unfortunate. They should have had her like on there a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah, it's a wonderful song. Uh, Bruce Campbell of Evil Dead fame, uh, 62. Oopie. Yeah. Um, Tracy Pollan, my member from Family Ties, Chachi. She's sixty. Who is she? Wow. I think she was like the girlfriend of one of um, one of the two brothers, I guess, Michael J. Fox. Or so, um, let's see. Amy Brenneman is fifty-six. <laughs> Amy Brenneman. That's Michael J. Fox's <laughs> wife, actually. Yeah, there you go. Yep. They're yep. they're they're married. Who's yeah. wife? Tracy Pollan is married to Michael J. Fox. Oh, they're actually married in oh, real life. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She oh. like um she was on Family Ties from okay, eighty five cool, to eighty seven, yeah. but then they They've married in eighty eight. So I guess yep. they met on Family Ties. And yeah. they're still married? That's pretty I mean that's yeah, that's pretty amazing. That's impressive. Okay, yeah. I mean you, I figured you know who that was. Um Carson Daly, um T V host extraordinaire, forty seven. Donald Faison from wow. Donald Faison from Scrubs is forty six. Oh, Donald Faison, yeah. Uh, and Lisey Gorenson from The Connors and Roseanne is 46. The original Becky. 
as the you know, original Becky. Yep. The um, the 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 replacement Becky was Sarah Chalky, who who was also know, on Scrubs with Donald Faison. Scrubs with yeah, Donald yeah. Faison. Yes, mm-hmm. very good trivia. And uh-huh. also voices Beth on Rick and Morty. Yes, she does. Yes, My she favorite does. animated uh, series. Love some Rick and Morty. I was oh, like yeah. the new Becky. I thought she was hot. Oh yeah, Shara Chalky. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That's, that's new Becky. Yeah. She is hot. Yeah. She is. And you know, did you know Chachi? She was also in um, the Wrong Missy. I did know that. Yeah, she did good. She did good in there. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So that's all I have for today, guys. So um, Vanessa Meadows is going to take us to the end of the the show with her birthday cut. With her birthday cut. So Vanessa, take it away. Uh, so Al, thank you for asking what my favorite BSB Backstreet Boys song was. Um, uh-huh. It is called "I Just Want You to Know" because of well, it's good, but also mainly because of the <laughs> music video. It's incredible. I encourage everyone to see it. Yes. <laughs> A lot of a lot of '80s vibe on that music video. Very. Chachi, yeah. You seen the music video, Chuck? Yeah. Okay, new, we. Is this a new video or what? No, no, no. It's it's not a recent song at all. But okay. they um they make fun of themselves in the '80s, and oh. they use a guitar to like lightning bolt this girl's shirt off, and it's it's just amazing. There's mullets and music and Camaros. It's amazing. I'll have to check it out. Sounds like a good mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Nice. Yes. All right, so we close the show courtesy of the birthday girl Vanessa Meadows with the Backstreet Boys. Thank uh, you. So on behalf <laughs> of Chachi McFly, the king of the 80s. Feels good to be back, and um, happy birthday, Vanessa. Thank you. The birthday girl Vanessa Meadows. <laughs> the captain, Big Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your Kathy speaking. Thank you for flying Air BTB. Please stay in your seat with your seatbelt fastened until we've come to a complete stop. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I'm Al, Celebrity Soto. We also like to thank, of course, the extremely talented and funny actress Amy LaJoie. She was was amazing. She was pretty funny. On all her social medias, the Bumble Bums, and all her great Facebook uh, videos. Um, and, uh, yes, we're still doing it here on Below the Belt Show. Nick, love the background. It's the Oscar selfie. Yeah. That so that's the, the Oscar selfie, yes. but it's all my face. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Even in the red dress, Big Nick, I love it. Yeah. I think this should be my, de- I think this might just stay my default for a while. I think it should. I love it. And Vanessa, next time do like a cockpit or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll try yeah. and do a cockpit. I'll try yeah. and do a cockpit. Yes. Cockpit, yes, I love it. I'll see what I can do. And Vanessa, before you go, you got to tell us about the YouTube show. Oh, oh. Uh, my YouTube channel. Yeah, I started about three months ago. Uh, it's not quite as successful as Amy's, um, but it's more so serious. Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm I'm really pleased with it, and um, it's called The Crown Survivalist, and it's about life hacks and stress hacks and just ways to. Conquer your anxiety and stress and life as we know it. So feel free to tune in. That's needed now more than ever. Yes. Yeah, thanks. And guys, please subscribe to Below the Belt Show's YouTube. We need more subscribers. We're we're putting our YouTube, Mm -hmm. we're putting our celebrity interview content on our YouTube page. YouTube.com slash Below the Belt Show. And I also want to urge, because we've been very inactive on Twitter, that I'm going to start be a little more active on Twitter. 
we actually got emailed recently, Chachi, I don't know if you saw that someone actually wanted to take our uh, Twitter account because we were barely using it. I saw that, yeah. For their uh, charity. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have our Twitter handle. Charity so we begins got, at home. Yeah, so we're going to yeah. be a little more active on that, of course. What is it? What's the Twitter handle? At Below the Belt. Yeah. At Below the Belt. Okay. And of, yep. And, of course, all the other things are Below the Belt Show, which includes YouTube, um, Instagram, uh, and Facebook. Facebook, we're the most active on. Facebook.com slash Below the Belt Show. I tried to get Below the Belt Show when I first did it, but, like, that was too long for yep. the handle. So we got Below the Belt. Yep. And, of course, SoundCloud.com slash Below the Belt Show, um, yeah. where we get all our content at belowthebeltshow.com. So that's all the plugs I have. Anyone else have, want to have something <laughs> to drop? All right. <laughs> all right, Vanessa. Vanessa taking us away with Backstreet Boys. So Yay. on behalf of of everybody here. We'll see you guys next week. Until then. Peace. Peace. Looking at your picture from when we first met. You gave me a smile that I could never forget. And nothing I could do could protect me from you that night. Wrapped around your finger, always on my mind The days would bring, cause we stayed up all night Yeah, you and I were everything, everything to me I just want you to know That I've been fighting to let you go Some days I'll make it through Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and BelowTheBeltShow.com. Well, it has been a ill show tonight and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying, Until next time, keep chilling. Like a villain. Bye, 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 bye.